Good day, everyone, and welcome back to Tomes and Tales. My name is Cody. I'll be your dungeon master this evening. And with me tonight are our players, Seb Sky, Bailey, and Mon. Liam, unfortunately, couldn't make it. He is really feeling under the weather, so I'm just going to shadow play Dario for the time being. Uh, no, it's not ideal when you first sign a campaign. Okay, that's how it goes. Um, last session, we were introduced to our five characters uh, with whom we will be tailing on this adventure. But as to what this venture entails exactly, we do not know. But with all that being said and done, we don't really have a lot to announce at the beginning. So let's jump back into tonight's episode of Tomes and Tales. Welcome to Tomes and Tales RPG. So last we left off. We followed a group of five individuals, or rather four for the beginning, I guess, technically, but five, five individuals uh, who, for different reasons, have all found themselves traveling across the state of Unera Shroud. Uh, we followed the Paladin Daria on route to meet up with his infantryman column with his friend Yuri, uh, and they had stopped over in the town of uh, Glutenlauer to sleep in comfort before the fellow his fellow soldiers arrived the next day. Uh, Hugo, a halfling on a pilgrimage across the lands, had stepped off the path to create a beautiful flowery burial for a dead deer and her young when he was happened upon by Voyage, a young tiefling boy who seemed to be wandering carefree of his own sort, uh, on his own sort of quest and decided to travel to town together and sort a room at the local tavern. Zafaris, on their mission from Gosric, had finally happened upon the Broken Knuckle Tavern and went inside to track down the one known as Z, the Gunslinger. Zero, hiding far out and away from the city, had taken to fighting rounds and rounds and rounds of bouts in the illegal underground fight pit beneath the Broken Tavern. I mean, the Broken Tavern. The Broken Knuckle Tavern. <laughs> the tavern wow. was very broken. Great, be great start. <laughs> Excellent. The Broken Knuckle and was set to take on another opponent. The party found themselves all downstairs in the illegal fire rink and witnessed Zero with surprising agility able to knock out a large orc brute named Kulgar the Crusher with naught but a few swift punches, a couple well placed to the, uh, the throat region. Upon her victory, um, seemingly associates of Kulgar's and those betting on him to win it seems, uh, sought to take the fight into their own hands and attack Zero. The rest of the newcomers of this group, seeing an unfair fight unfolding, uh, stepped in to help as best they could. Uh, Daria, channeling his oath-sworn abilities, cut down a sledgehammer-wielding fighter, while Hugel used his magical gifts to ensnare some other bandits in a bramble. The fight was going well, but not great, as the party pushed on, and in the rush, the dwarven bookie brought down patrons from upstairs to level the fight out and bring a ceasefire. And our lovely characters found themselves uh, given one free night's accommodation for the trouble and specifically more so for Daria to not let this slide to his superior officers being that he is a soldier of the United Military of Unera Shroud. And we ended our last session with something our player characters did not see as our drow compatriot Yuri happened upon something dire as we faded to black. But with that, we are coming into the morning. My glasses are still doing. Uh, we are coming into the morning, early morning, I dare say, of the following day. And I think 
from where we left off, we're going to cut to Zero and Zephyrus' room. So before we move on to any interactions between the two, uh, everyone did get a long rest except Zephyrus, who decided it was going to be better off if they stayed up all night to make sure nothing untoward happened. So you are exhausted. You have one level of exhaustion. Um, and you will continue to gain some if you don't do anything to help it. But with that being said, Zavaris, as you sit in this this room, you you know there's like there's like two beds and like a small sitting chair and a small desk and stuff and uh, what little zero zero's belongings are in there. Um, zero, you arise quite early comparatively. Being an elf, you only have to trance for trance. You're going to have to trance for four hours before you have to awaken, even though you blacked out quite heavily. Um, it's still, it was quite, I can't remember exactly what time we said it was we ended up, which is poor planning on my part. Um, but we'll say it's probably early into like the AM, I'd say probably like 4 or 5 AM when by the time it rolls around. Um, but your eyes focus back in as you slowly come to consciousness. So what's happening for Zero as she comes back to consciousness? Like in terms of her, like what she's doing or a thought process or... Thought process, uh, possible thoughts waking up from the night before, any dreams you think she might have had? Well, she'd definitely be waking up sore. Um, in terms of any dreams she might have had, uh, I think perhaps she would have had a dream this night, probably for the first time in a, in a hot minute, mm. just from pure exhaustion. Um, but as she sort of gets up, uh, would, would Zeph be, be awake at this point? Yeah. Zeph stayed awake the entire night. Yeah. Thanks to Tina. <laughs> She'd kind of like get up and like, you know, the usual like groan, stretching the neck out. And then she'd like go to swing her, her feet over the edge of the bed and then pause. Good morning. Did you even sleep? No. I don't think I would have gone far. And she gestures at how rough she's looking right now. I don't, I wasn't concerned about where you were going. You sounded pretty asleep. I was concerned about, she, I gestured to the door out there. Fair enough. Uh, can I ask uh, why Goss didn't come and get me himself? He seemed pretty injured when I was introduced to him. Still pulling him up, I see. Shit, that must have been a number on him. Unless he's gotten into more trouble since. How did you get uh, tangled up with Goss? Are you a part of the sunken sect? In a way. What's in a way? Money's money. Okay. Do you have any affiliates, associates? Just me. You get good jobs? Definitely. Alright. Do any good? 
you can decide for yourself. Well, you did make a very good shot last night. Consistency, though, is key. Can you do that consistently? Of course. I like your confidence. It's not cocky. It's just a short. Okay. How long have you been doing this for? Since I was born, I guess. You came out of the womb with a knife. I guess you could say that. Yeah. It's pretty fucking badass. You better come swing me when you come from there. From where? Dark places. If you're from the city, I think you'll understand. You are down low or up high? As low as low can be. Ah, so you're in the shitter. Mmm. Mmm. Pipework, if you will. Yes. Been a while since I've been there, admittedly, but I do remember it well. Fondly is probably not the correct word. What did you get mixed up in this work for? There wasn't really many choices. To either kill or get killed. I can attest to that. So. You wanna get a move on straight away or do you need to rest for a bit? I can uh, keep a watch, I guess, while you get some hours in. That'd, that'd be appreciated. No, I'll take a rest. I won't put the uh, gun to you yet. Still got a suspect. But you see more. Go on. Get some shine. Or turn over, because I would have been sitting on the other bed, yeah. that side. Okay. Um, so I kind of just lay on my side, but face my back to zero. For sure. Um, it's still very early in the morning, so you could probably sleep till like 8 a.m. and get a I think it's eight hours for a long rest, so it'd be a short rest for sure. Yeah. Um, so you could do it in a little short rest. Does short rest get rid of exhaustion? I can't recall if it does or not. Uh, That's what I was missing. I had your cheat sheet and had short rest on it because I read through it during the week and I forgot what it's <laughs> <laughs> I have one of them up there on the shelf somewhere, but um that would probably be your um, call. It's actually yeah. She's just having a short rest that same night. She's not going a whole next good day. True. I think you know what. Gets you, you know what. Get get at me if you don't agree. You can take your exhaustion off. I feel like staying up all night to get four hours, and I feel like it's not long enough for you to warrant being like a complete, like being fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so Didn't that's multiple days where you were only doing short rests. Maybe it would add up. I know. swear I'm good at this. <laughs> how how young do they look? How young do they look? Well. Appearance-wise, when it comes to like their facial features, they still have like quite plump like cheeks and like features and stuff. But they do have um, kind of like an exhausted look, um, and that has aged them a little bit. Um, when Zeph kind of like goes to rest and they roll over, um, Zero will probably sit there for a while and it'll be one of those like fuck they just keep getting younger and younger like she's kind of like sitting there thinking like this is what basically the equivalent to zero like what kids have been resorted to doing to make a living in this city 
and she's having a bit of like not not so much an existential crisis about it but it's a reality that she hadn't taken into account before because she's used to working in her sort of circles and they're all like they're all like older adults established in life and whatnot and and the only sort of younger people that she's come across are people that have been affected by the you know uh, the astral wave um so to see like you know people working or working alongside the sun insect getting younger and younger just to try and like make means or ends meet just from what she's discussed with with them it's kind of like uh, we're gonna do something about this. Like this is not good. Can I please get you to roll a d twenty and add plus one for me and tell me what the result is? It is fifteen. Okay. Excellent. Lovely. Is there anything else that we'll see to in this room while that rest takes place? No, I should just keep it keep an eye on them. Okay. Beautiful. So obviously time gets a bit wibbly wobbly considering you're up so early. Uh, when we cut to Voyage, Hugel and Dadia's room, uh, Dadia is also the first to wake because he is an elf as well, also tries this for four hours. But you find um, you both are able to come to consciousness quite naturally. Like he's already awake. And as he sees you two begin to stir, you know, ah, good morning. How do you find yourselves? Just before I get into it, how messy do you think? How messy do you think that little rave they had? About <laughs> <laughs> a rave and like flowers and like. I love the start of this horror campaign. <laughs> You're welcome. You picked us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's I just imagine like there was a lot of color around the room. Yeah, fair enough. You go pretty much everywhere he goes is just druid crafting when he's not doing something else. So there's flowers constantly. Because druid crafts a cantrip, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like. <laughs> you get a flower. You get a flower. Over <laughs> Winfrey of flowers. <laughs> I brought off Winfrey. <laughs> we know who that is. Based on that information, I'm going to say when Voyage has woken, he has woken holding dog like a stuffed animal. But they're both wearing flower crowns, <laughs> and he so looks like he needs a coffee. This party. <laughs> yeah, he was involved the whole time. Excellent, we love Hugo's that. still asleep because Hugo doesn't drink. So having a beer, you know, like an ale the night before, especially for a small guy, he is out cold still. Poor bastard. It will require being woken. <laughs> Again. Voyage looks like he needs a coffee, but can't get his hands on one as he holds Dog, who's almost too big for his lap, and looks over at Dal- Dahlia. Daria. Daria. Yeah, Daria. 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 D-A-R-Y-A. I had to look that up on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> it's tricky. Second session in. Why? Morning, darling. <laughs> You look very pleased with yourself. <laughs> oh, <we> Sorry. <laughs> I was all like, perfect. They've had a fun night together. I can call them Darwin and get away with it. <laughs> I 
I'm going to get breakfast. And he's just going to get up in all of the flowery sh uh, shambles, just kind of shake any extra confetti, A flower petals. It's like, it's rain and petals. But on his way past, he's just going to be all like, eh, you can stay here and put dog down. But like at the foot end of the human-sized bed. So he's not going to wake Hugel immediately, but might get a shock when dog's here and Hugel's here. <laughs> yeah, it immediately becomes this thing where it's like you let like dog for some reason is a chunky boy. But then when you put dog onto Hugel's bed as Hugel begins to stir, it's like it's like when Santa's little helper jumps out of the window of the Simpsons, like becomes liquid. He just goes and like kind of just waits to see what happens as you <laughs> vamoose elsewhere. I need to get breakfast, man. I'm hungry. So, okay. Um, both you roll a d20. I want to see who we're going to follow. No, that, that's you. Oh, that's you, buddy. Okay, so uh, you go down the stairs and disappear, and we'll come back to you in a moment. But we're going to uh, go to Hugo. How's Hugo waking up as you begin to stir into this morning? Well, I imagine, yeah, like he's a bit worse for the weather, so. Oh, no, what a night. What the? Oh, this thing I'll never get used to. I don't mind you, but my God, that breath. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of like, a bit of like light green. Like. <laughs> I love him. And then, like, there's this, like, ten sec like ten seconds of, like... Hugo just has the stare off before eventually going, all right, where's your dad? <laughs> and then looks around the room to see Darius still sitting there. Darius still, yeah, he's kind of just sitting on the chair, like, writing a little notebook. Like, it's, and you can it's like, it's, like, brand new, so it's obviously one of, like, the military journals. He's kind of just having a, a bit of a doodle in there. Yes. Oh, if you're looking for, um, Gooding Boy, he went downstairs for breakfast. Oh, well, hopefully bring some food back for us. That is some shiny armor. Thank you. It was, it was a gift from my family. I, I like it. It needs a little more color. Whoops. And such tucks flower into his ear. <laughs> he is here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. <laughs> you're, a, you're a nice little man. <laughs> he pats you on the head. Food then. Food. Excellent. Anybody get gets... And like, he's in full plate <laughs> like like that's like you get the sense it's like when they're in the army it's like you wake up you you don your armor and that's it you're in it for the whole day so it gets up full plate and you guys begin to walk down the stairs we get a bit wibbly wobbly as we cut back to when voyage goes to go down the stairs as you're going down because it's like one of those staircases where it's like down corner down again as you get to like the halfway point you see the Dwarven bookie from the night before coming up, and there's a bit of a. Oh, good morning. Morning. Are you busy right now? Not particularly. Oh, good, 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 great, excellent. I. Question Are you friends or acquaintances with all those other fucking weirdos that came in as well? You know, the lady with the and the, the little man and the, the big man with the uh, Fast friends? I guess better than slow friends. Uh, <laughs> I may have 
some questions to ask as far as possibly doing a service. Do you know what? Is everyone away? You may. Could we possibly group everyone together? Oh, uh, maybe. I don't, one of them was still asleep while I left the room. I think it would probably by this point where Hugo and Dario will start coming down the hallway. Because it's like maybe a couple of seconds behind. But you hear your two fast friends come up behind you. <laughs> Where's the food? We'll just go get the other two. Excellent. Uh, I, I grab a table, yes? And we maybe talk. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. And he cuts his hands and hulking form, well dwarven form, and down the stairs. Um, and you have to go get the other two. Yeah. yeah. Um, you two go chill at the table. I'll try and find the other two. Apparently, he's got a job for us. Maybe. What other two? The other two. You know. I don't know. I don't remember what the other one looks like. I didn't see it. Um, but the one, the gunslinger. Oh, the one I bet on. Yeah, that one. She's badass. I like her. Yeah, let's have her on our team. So he's just gonna, like, awkwardly try and shuffle past, uh, <laughs> Dahlia. Daria. <laughs> Darlin. <laughs> D-A-R-Y-A. No! Daria. He's just gonna try and awkwardly shuffle around the big massive meat in armor and go look for these two. Lovely. So we'll say Daria and Hugo go downstairs and you find the, the bookie does have a, a bit of a longer table kind of tucked away. It's like, it's early in the morning. Uh, we're going into... It's like 8.30 by this point. We'll say we're probably, we're probably getting into that time space. So I'm using a nifty little tracker here. Um, so as you guys go downstairs, you see the bookie is there and he's got a table for you guys. But we will cut to Voyage as you attempt to awaken our other two guests. So just going to go to the door next door to ours, assuming that's theirs because he's got no idea. And knock... Roll a D roll a D twenty, we're gonna do a pure luck check. I wanna find out. That's twelve. That's twelve. You knock. And you guys hear a knock on your door. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you were real frightened for a second, LG. <laughs> Zero freezes for a moment and looks at Zeph to make sure it didn't wake them up. And then she'll immediately go to the door and like rip it open a crack. Who are you? Uh, a friend. Why do you knock so loud? I'm sorry. It's like... The sun's up. What do you want? So the bookie from last night has asked if... Is the other one in there with you? Yes, they are trying to sleep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, the bookie from last night has offered the five of us a job, I think, maybe. I don't know. I didn't, I haven't had breakfast yet. You Forgive me. <laughs> like the door's kind of here, so you see one eye and it's kind of like, looks you up and down and is like, and it shuts for a moment. And you hear like some ruffling as, as like she goes over and like gently like shakes Zeph. Wake up, wake up. Zeph will wake up. And just right. yes. uh, get ready. Money. You need money, right? You want money? I like money too, consequently. All right. We may have a job. We'll see if it's worthwhile. And then after a bit, like, more shuffling, the door, like, opens back up all the way. 
Well, where are we going? They've got a table. Let's go. And she just kind of like looks at Zeph expectantly. <laughs> You're adopted now. Zeph's <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh god. <laughs> All right. So, um, Zero, Zeph, and Voyage, you lot walk down the stairs. And as you basically turn that small corner and go down, you see the downstairs venue is relatively empty. Bar the bookie, Hugo and Daria, and a younger girl behind the counter, probably no older than 20, uh, all their own hair tied up in a bun. Pardon me. Uh, but you see, as you guys crest the threshold of the staircase, the dwarven bookie sees you and gets a bit excited and like, waves you over like quite quickly. So I head over, take a seat. Yeah. Fuck me, job of the fucking life. Then you come over, Hugh was up, debate. So if we're having this meeting for you, you're providing breakfast, I assume. Oh, so I just take it. Damn it. No, um, minus one, four. <laughs> wow. Okay, I guess, I guess you'll roll inside to see how serious you were. He looks at you and he goes, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not a charismatic character. <laughs> look, t- uh, look, toast, 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 points over die. toast. Excellent. <laughs> um, and everyone converses uh, on at the table. And eventually the uh, younger barmaid brings out uh, toast and a little platter of fruit and stuff. You guys are basically the only ones in there, like, because um, it mainly seems to be a, a tavern for all intents and purposes, but this early in the morning, people do have jobs they have to tend to, so people drinking that early would be considered a problem. Um, but as you all sit down, you see, you know, Dwarven rotund, like, bit, like built like a, a unit, but uh, a bit more rotund in the midsection, but wide shoulders, big arms, like tree trunks, wearing um, like big scarves and a multitude of like, like a tunic and then like a, a waistcoat and then a, a like a coat over the top very like wrapped up and ready to go um small satchel with like papers and stuff you can see in there it seems like besides like being the the bookie he actually tends to a lot of documentation in general so he's got a lot of papers and stuff on him but he as you all sit down i'll say like after like maybe five minutes as everyone kind of gets settled and wakes up a little bit and you're able to nibble at your foods and what have you he goes this may seem very peculiar, but the uh, the spectacle that you put on last night in my establishment, it got me thinking of, I may possibly have something for you to do. You might find yourselves a bit useful while, while you uh, stay here in our lovely little town. Um, as I'm sure you've all been aware coming into town, we are not incredibly large we may do with what we have we pay our taxes the best we can we are a self-serving community we do a lot of lumber work it's how we pay the governments and then other than that a lot of it is we do it for ourselves easy no harm no foul and we make a bit of extra money on the side with you know what we have hunters and gatherers that go out and kill game for us deer or sometimes wolves, whatever animals are roaming free that have not uh, fallen victim to mutations or anything of bad ilk that may make us sick. We sent out our 
trackers a few days ago and they have not returned. And since majority of our town is made up of farmers and millers and carpenters, I don't think it's going to be good if we send any of them out. But you all happen to be in town and I think it'd be a right good chance for maybe we can help each other out for an extra day or two before you go on your merry ways. Yes? How much? Well, like I said, we are not a large town. We do not have a lot of big income by what we make from travelers. But if you are willing to do this job for us, we can discount any further stays here before you go on your way. We might be able to give you some supplies before you leave. Not much in the mu- not much in the sense of money. Just good goods and services traded for goods and services. Yes. You look like a smart woman, I'm sure you understand. Don't patronize me. Never at all, my dear. Never at all. Singular bead of sweat. (laughs) (laughs) So what kind of services and goods does this town provide? Well, you have access to, if you need any traveling supplies, rope, uh, caltrops, hooks, pitons for scaling crevasses or rock walls as you know we have a very large mountain range that itself has large mountainous regions around the base people like to traverse sometimes uh if you know yourself around you know there's a whole camp of wyvern riders that make camp at the top of uh, the dunathorn mountain but we can offer you rations meat leathers clothing mainly traveling supplies looks around the group Sort of hushes everybody. So where are you all intending to go from here? This is my pit stop. I'm going back Literally. to the city. Which city? So city Birmingham. Face. Let me just That happens to be where I'm headed. And you boyish? We would like enough supplies to her for a trip to Hunnenfrest and back, as well as a few of those extra traveling bits and pieces that you mentioned. Assuming that's all right with the rest of you. Yeah. I shouldn't be making the agreements. I'm not carrying that. So I'm just checking some stuff there. So, as well as free rooms until the next easy day of travel. He finally, his eyes narrow a bit and he's playing with the. You just see like Zero coming to the room. <laughs> yeah. I'm standing on the dead, like, table. I was like, chill, guys. Um, make make a persuasion check with advantage because, advantage because Zero is helping you. This is more so for the rooms. 13. He'll, he'll make an insight check. We'll see. He's just a commoner, but... Yeah, never have me making. <laughs> <laughs> you finally look, you, he thinks on it, he goes, I think that can be arranged. I don't think that'll be a problem. He was like almost surprised. That <laughs> Zero's also surprised. She's like... <laughs> sort of sits down. Cuts to Hugo like a vessel. I had no fucking idea that was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking office here. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but um, he, thinking back to it, he goes, if you're going to uh, Han and Freys, the, you know, one of the sister cities, 
that's a long trip. That's a, a good couple of days, depending on how good you are at travel. You might be able to push it down to about maybe uh, six or seven if you push it down. So we might be able to get you enough supplies to... I want to use the word uh, comfortable, but uh, I don't know if that's exactly the case. But if you are apt at your particular skills, you might be able, you might do okay. Do you have any beasts of labor, perhaps? We could add into the arrangement in lieu of something else. That might be a bit tricky, but look, I might be able to talk to some of the townsfolk if they have a, a draft horse or something that can maybe do a cart. Look, my dear, it may cost some money. We use them for work. Unfortunately, it's all we have. Oh, that is fine. I just want to cut down travel time. Let me see what I can do. If we're all in agreement about the goods and services and trade for the goods and services, I think we have a deal. Yes? Yeah. Let's see why not. <coughs> Excuse me. Alrighty, hey guys. Excellent. Now, I will give you a bit of information as far as what you need to know about finding where these people go. Now, because we are such a small town, we generally communicate quite often with our workers and townsfolk to make sure we all know what they are. You are looking for two people, Yorm, Y-H-O-R-M, uh, who is a human man, and you're looking for Triat, which is T-R-I-A-T, and she is a elven woman. Uh, they had two horses and they took some bear traps attempting to go catch some large deer a bit further out of town. You're gonna want to travel down the main road south for about two hours, take a break off at an unsuspecting fork. You'll see what I mean. It's like a very clear divvy in the path where trees have been blocked out to separate the path. But the trick is you're going to want, want to go down what they call the pathless travel. Apparently it's something in the trees. It looks like a couple of people have gone through there, but it's not super obvious. But if you look, you should be able to find it. I'm unsure if they've left any markings or tracking symbols around where you can look. But I'm sure you all looks smart enough, especially you. You look like you've been out on the field a bit. So I think you'll be okay. But other than that, that's basically all I can offer. Do we need to worry about nightfall? Uh, do we have any creatures that are nocturnal of nature that we need to be time savvy with what we're doing? The biggest risk I think you'll find is if maybe you'll just get happened upon by some wolves. We found that with the fact that uh, Yorm and Triat go out quite often on the outer edges of town, they've generally learned to stay away. Sometimes they get brave, but they scare them off. Uh, but not as much as I can tell you, honestly. Maybe some wolves, a bear, maybe. I don't go out there myself. These are little legs aren't made for running. You understand, yes? Quite. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he looks down at his legs, he's like even shorter. <laughs> it's like that scene from Legend where he pulls the gun out. He's like, no, 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 no. But he goes back, he goes, look, with the unsuspecting nature of how the lands, you know, 
the rain and the dead woods sometimes the soil can shift people fall in we've lost good horses and good people to pitfalls where they've unfortunately been crushed and we can't get them out i'm hoping that that is not the case but i would exercise caution regardless because you never know and not that I think your friends from the night before are going to make an attempt anytime soon, but there are people that do like to camp out and raid unsuspecting travelers if they're feeling brave enough. But that's all the risk that you might have to take. How long have these two been missing? About six or seven days. They normally only ever out for a 18, 20 hours a day, and they come back. Mm. <coughs> You've not sent anyone else out in the meantime. I was going to say. Well, if we're unsure of the risk, we don't want to send any more people out and put them right into a spot of bother, you, you understand? Did say that. Mm. We are a working town, not a fighting town. And I suppose we're disposable. Well, not even that. Your friend here just looks dire, like he's <laughs> sitting in his chair with like huge plate. They're like him and his friend were the first two soldiers we've seen here in months they don't stop in here they don't consider it a big deal when you're this close to the mainland if anyone was going to attack Unera Shroud as a country they'd have to come from the sea or from the air and by Joe we've got that covered alright well I think it's safe to say we can wrap up here and start making footing relatively soon want to use the daylight to our advantage All right. So your meeting concludes. Oh, I should mention, we kind of jumped into that. He does introduce himself as Raydan, R-A-Y-D-A-H-N-N. Can you repeat that? R-A-Y-D-A-H-N-N. Cool, thank you. Yeah, I'm a prick like that, sorry. Um, <laughs> but... Um, as he goes to walk you guys out to, well, it depends. Are you, are you guys going to actually going to just jump on and go for it straight away? Or what's the plan? Zero probably wouldn't want to waste any time. She'd probably want to get stuck into it straight away. If you, if you guys are down for that. Yeah. 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 It's, it's pretty much the same. Daylight hours are the best hours to look for anyone. So. All right. Let's get cracker whacking. Cool. So he, uh, Radon walks you guys to the front door and as you all have all your equipment ready to go, um, he looks at you all and goes, when you get back, or if you get back, uh, just pop back in here and ask anyone behind the tavern to uh, send a notice for me and I will come in and we will sort out your rewards. And please, any information you can document about what's happened to them too, even if you bring them back, please make a note of it, because the more we know, the better we can check for this in the future. Yeah? All right, see them. Excellent. On the way. <laughs> On right. the way. Let me just... Yeah. So you guys begin to move south, down the main path. It's... Now, the terminology gets thrown around a lot where you're saying we're using the daylight hours, but as all of you who have been here enough can attest, the daylight here is not really yeah. daylight. <laughs> the, the dark. 
the gray clouds dissipate the light you can see well ahead of you like it's it's like constantly overcast you can see but it's not what sun should be and in the rare instances where sunlight does break through it's almost like seeing a manifestation of a god in person it's it's so rare and it's so it's treated like the holiest of, of, of things so it becomes a big deal but you guys begin to walk along and i will just get a marching order at this point uh if no one attests to it dadia will opt to take the front because he is the most heavily armored when um uh dadia goes to take the point um zero will put a hand on her shoulder you know hmm, let the boy go first he knows where he's going i'm the my friend cool Stay hot on his heels, though. Hugo's going to stand between the two strongest looking people. <laughs> <laughs> Just like hold your hand and like, wee, while you kick your legs up. Wee. I'm a support class. <laughs> I am not ready for I feel like it's going to be, um, this is my opinion of how it will be, but um, what's his name again? Voyage. Voyage. Voyage will be like front middle, and then you'll have Zero on one side, Daria on the other side, and then in the middle, You'll have uh, Hugo. I've got to remember these names, man. In the middle, and then Zeph will be like right behind him. So it's kind of like a circle of protection, <laughs> <laughs> but still enough that you can see everything. I feel safe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta save the little one. He heals. We good. Excellent. Okay. So voyage leading the pack with uh, Dario on his left, Zero on his right, Hugo and Zeph kind of hanging in the middle behind the back, kind of huddled in the group. And you guys are moving along. The The spread of trees is eerie but beautiful. It's the concept of like, if the earth itself had a skeleton, this is what it would look like. Just huge tree like some of them are like you know like the smaller pine trees but they're only about like two and a half three meters tall and they're thin and the branches come out but then you've got like thick oaks and some of them have canopies of leaves on them that help block out the dissipated sunlight and some of them are as dead as can be with brown with the the brown wood uh tinting into that white decay as the tree begins to rot and die almost looking like boned hands reaching out like just out of a, a graveyard of trees um the grass itself like there's like because the path you're on is like dirt and stone and because so many people travel on it but there's grass and there's like there's some dead leaves from the trees and there's like bushes and like small shrubs where like grass grows a little bit thicker and it's like it's this weird amalgamation where if you didn't know any better you'd feel like the land teeters on the very precipice between life and death and it's beautiful but it's also unsettling at the same time where these two things can coexist and i don't know how that would reflect to our our group here in collected but yeah it's a very very peculiar thing i apologize i'm coughing so much but is anyone doing anything or talking or thinking anything while we walk it's a two-hour hike so you've got time i'm like i off your pistols (laughs) like really fascinating nice piece g She probably wouldn't notice at first, but like after a while, she kind of like does a double take, looks at a looks at a pistol that you're looking at, and then looks at you, and then just pulls one out. 
almost like a small child saying like a toy. <laughs> Those look like they are weapons of death. She'll um like put the index finger um in the in the trigger mechanism and then flip it around and give you the handle. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't don't pull the trigger, alright? The the safety is on, but it's I feel like a revolver to Hugo is like a Smith and Wesson. That's like, 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 it's, like, it's like it requires two hands to hold the grip. Like it's huge. A little weak man. Just <coughs> where did where did this come from? I've not seen something like this before. I've got a gunsmith back in the hunting trays. A gun. Okay. Is that not what seen this one is? before? No. I don't think anyone here would actually know what. A flintlock, yes, like a musket, absolutely. But I don't think anyone would know what you have. Like a a firearm that can repeat ammunition, mm. insane. Like that's never been heard of before. She'll take it back out, and she'll you'll see her just like cock it to the side, and and the barrel flits out, Ooh, six, and then just Hugh is like fascinated by this. I mean, I'm not much of a gunsmith myself. I can do minimal maintenance, but they do need to be crafted for me. Uh, but they are very useful. I don't know if you uh, saw how they function last night. That's where my fascination came from. Yeah, they're very useful. You should see this one, though. And she moves like her little cape off to the side and she pulls out this big rifle. Um, it's like the... The wooden sort of uh, handle of it's like uh, almost like an ash and oak kind of thing. It's a very pale gun. Uh, this is uh, where I got my name for the night. It's the White Widow. It's very, uh, yeah, sometimes it's a bit questionable, a bit more so than the pistols, but when it does work, it fucking works. Uh, here, and then she. Get a feel for oh, it. Oh God! It's heavier than it looks, right? I, I take take this back. This oh, is oh okay. Right, and then she puts it uh, back back on the back holster. Uh, very useful weapons. You should you should look at getting one when we go back to hunting phrase. There are so many fascinating implements of death around me. Oh. Once you get used to them, the excitement kind of wears away. Uh, getting resources to use these, though, out here, not good. I have to load up on bullets if I'm going anywhere, because no one makes this stuff anywhere else that I've come across, at least. Uh, so whilst very uh, handy in battle, not so great going long distance. If I don't have gunsmith, I don't have gun. Just complete fascination with them like like a little nerdy school kid that's <laughs> let the boy play with one <laughs> piece of tech oh and um don't she'll... trust him playing <laughs> if he doesn't hurt himself with him how's he gonna learn <laughs> <laughs> baptism of fire son <laughs> my daddy gave me a 22 by the time i was eight <laughs> um and that'll probably uh probably be the extent of like how much she lets you touch touch the guns because at first she's all like oh you know someone's got an interest and after a while she's like mm, i probably shouldn't be putting these in the hands of someone who doesn't know how to use them so she kind of like refrains from <laughs> letting you go near them again um but was very happy to talk about it hugo as they're walking pulls out a small like 
map case with some pieces of paper and actually makes like a small sketch of both of the guns like very rudimentary but like takes some notes on oh, it basically yes adorable how about our other two um since hugo hugo since hugo is with zero uh zeph will kind of venture a little bit closer to the front and go towards um Jesus Christ, why do you guys have to pick such hard names? Voyage. That's it. Anadiani. Voyage. The fact that I know what that means, I'm just like, ah! <laughs> I'll get name tags later, I promise. Um, Zeph will go uh, up near where Voyage is and for a minute just kind of awkwardly stand there and then eventually... How are you so good at knowing where we go he gestures to the mud it speaks to me right um speaks to you as in footprints yeah yes i'm tracking footprints and hoof prints Granted, it's hard to really get any idea considering it's been six to seven days since the people we're following and it's rained and rained and rained some more, but yeah, we're about, what, an hour's trek in by now? Believe it or not, exactly what I marked it on my tracker, so yes, yes you are. So we've still got another hour on this path before we find the path less travelled. Well, it shouldn't be too hard to find. Oh. I've never been out of the city before, so... It's a lot of this. Gestures to the mud. Zem kind of looks down at it, just... It's got to be bad for your shoes, though, right? Oh, yeah. What kind of shoes are you wearing? (laughs) (laughs) These are my Crocs. (laughs) Just the squelch and then just the mud comes down. It's like, oh oh my God. We're two episodes in. (laughs) Is there any Crocs reference? Put them in sports mode, flip it back. Imagine if you look around, everyone else is like a with like big leather boots and you're like, no idea. So Voyage stops, like, right in front of everyone because he's been asked about his shoes and his dad didn't raise him to be no bitch and not talk about his shoes. So he presents a heeled boot. Jesus Christ. Who? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the equivalent in this world, if you will. Take your pick, there's the like gods. nine. I'll just say the gods. What gods? <laughs> yeah, but gods. <laughs> just kind of... So what I imagine, it's about this much. Is that like a proper Cuban heel made of metal? Isn't that like, what is that what it is? It's like a, it's like armor plated Cuban heel. (laughs) It's tight. This man queer. (laughs) (laughs) He's pulling his boot out. (laughs) My father didn't raise no bitch. You adventure in heels. But I would not. That looks uncomfortable. 
I'll have you know it's actually really fantastic for when the mud is really thick. You just lean back on your heel and you've got that extra leverage which makes it just that little bit easier to tra traverse through the mud. Hugo's fascinations move to your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> just think about it. Zeph looks down at their own shoes and sees that their shoes are pretty much covered from like base of foot to almost halfway through um, the like middle shin. of a thigh, like shin area, and just and then looks at your shoes and sees how less mud there is. I'll take your word for it. As you were. <laughs> cool. He <laughs> continues walking. Uh, on that, I believe as a ranger, you. It's something to do with like you can't get lost, which is your preferred train is. I'm trying to remember. Hang on. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Take your time. You know what? Everyone get inspiration for that too. I love that little bit of chit chat. It was Grassland. really good. Grassland. Okay, so. There's grass somewhere, right, G? <laughs> <laughs> I said there's like grass under all somewhere. Mud, right? There's grass, right? <laughs> well, I think forests and grassland are technically categorized as two different things. However, um, I believe. Let me just check. Can you make nature or survival check for me, please? Whichever one's going to work better for you. I feel like both of them kind of fit in the same category, so we'll go with both. So that's a 25. Excellent. Okay, cool. And that was not survival. Beautiful. So as Voyage leads this small column, um, like you guys behind are feeling pretty confident. Like Voyage, it's it's different than home, but you're in your element. You know what you're looking for. You're not getting distracted off the main path. Thankfully enough with the rain from the few days before and all that sort of stuff, you haven't lost yourself and you're confident that you're definitely still going on, on the right track. The reason I got you to roll that was not so much about getting lost because you know that you're meant to stay on the path. It's more so for the sense of... Uh, being observant of everything that's around you and making sure. Um, and with that, as you perceive, you look and you can see where the mud and the stone are mixing together and the, but the path is still there. You know what you're on about. But faintly overhead, you start hearing the rumbling of rain and thunder as it comes in again. And so we're definitely clocking into the first hour, rolling in, and we're now coming into the second hour. So you guys are continuing down the path and by then, it well into the second hour while Magiga makes a note on his clock. Yep. So by this point, it's roughly, and this uh, Hugo and Voyage, especially being outside so often, it's about 10. We're going to about 10.30 in the morning as eventually the rain rolls in. Unless there's anything else to be covered or anyone wants to speak about, you guys continue your walk while Voyage leads the group as eventually the rumbling of thunder and rain tracing behind you rolls in overhead. Eventually in time, you do come to a break in the path. The road itself continues south, but you remember Radar telling you at the fork you need to take the path less traveled into the woods to find the spot where the trappers were due to go down it. Uh, please make anyone who would like to an investigation check. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not even gonna bother. Yeah, me neither. Thirteen. In woods, 
as dense as this, the a path less traveled doesn't really make much sense until you kind of get to where it's like so where you guys come in obviously there's all the trees around you and you can see voyage you pointed out where the dirt and stone road breaks off one continues to go south the one kind of veers off to the right and everyone scans around and now with the rain coming in it's making it harder to get your head around like like what the fuck am i looking for but hugo you catch it first facing like towards the road and like panning there's a few trees that have bark in different stages of health but you're closely looking to see if something stands out or it's like you know they're trackers there's got to be something if not there's got to be something naturally that has happened that's going to cue me onto what's happening and when you look down you see something that catches your eye and it's like in the middle body of the tree so it's a little bit higher than what you need to be but it stands out enough on the bark of the tree that you're like, that's not natural. And when you go over and look at it, it's a very crude symbol of two sets of jagged teeth. Like there's like an oval and there's like spikies and spikies on there. It's too, it's definitely too exact to be an accidental marking. So this seems to be like, this is something left for, if not for them, for other people to know. And as you look past that tree it's like at a quick glance you would have missed it but you can see where there's parting in the grass ever so faintly you know like someone traverses a path so much it begins to split that's where it's at the symbol was the bite the grass is like oh that's that's where they've gone turns to the rest of them so you missed this a little bit cocky yes i did <laughs> thanks for pointing it out we're going this way takes <laughs> the information you tried to be snarky about and presents it as if it's his own. <laughs> you just sort of smirks and like, no, no problem with that, but just sort of proud. He's like, yeah, I, I, I figured this shit out. <laughs> Beautiful. So please lead the way. Yeah. Off you guys. Alrighty. So you all walk deeper into the woods by this point maybe another 25 30 minutes of walking as what little light there was uh coming through is now being broken up by the rain and by the large canopies of trees um voyage you're leading the column correct yep uh make a perception check for me 22 Fucking excuse you. <laughs> okay. I see everything. I, it's like, <laughs> Between the footfalls of your newfound comrades and the distant rumble of rainfall and the soundscape of the woodlands, you hear something. It's some sort of cry. Like a, like a, a, a not a cry, that's not the right, a vocalization. It's not humanoid and it's not in uneran or common it's like an animal it's it's very weak but you didn't miss it you know for a fact it's like there's a lot of shit going on out there but i know what i heard and that's what you've got all right guys (laughs) (laughs) please no i've got 101 of those noises in the bag just you wait please no 
as like he's trekking along because he's not going to stop. He's going to pull out his bow and he's going to be all like, all right, guys, I don't know if you heard that, but just keep your weapons on hand. Uh, everyone else can make perception checks for me with advantage now that uh, we just pointed that out. And oh, how Dario went. 17. as well. Uh, 15. Alright, everyone's doing good rolls. You all begin, you focus up and it's it's like that thing where it's like you're separating and compartmentalizing every sound around you and eventually in the background you hear like so faintly in like the, the back of the background. Just like this. Very faintly in the background, but you hear it. Zero's gonna get the rifle ready instead of the pistols. Okay. You pull out the White Widow, the pinking of the raindrops on the steel barrel and the raindrops flowing off the white ashen oak wood. As we continue, Bugle's going to start using guidance on voyage for perception checks. Beautiful, okay. Uh, what's that look like? What's, what's that gonna look like to the rest of the party? Um, so he would just be sort of rubbing his silver bird necklace and just sort of tapping you in a small purple glow so it just hits you and you get a plus d4 to perception checks. Voyager cantrip, so he's just going to keep re-upping it until something obvious. Voyage just kind of looks back and is all like, what? Sees the purple and is all like... It's helpful. <laughs> yeah, this might help. <laughs> I'd hate for you to miss something else so obvious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see how bad I missed this close, G. <laughs> Actually, he'll he'll laugh it off. He'll be all like, ah, "Don't worry, don't worry." <laughs> Notes are down for later. <laughs> he's a little smartass. He's not charismatic, so he doesn't get away with it. <laughs> you guys continue deeper into the forest. I'm assuming. Anyone who would like to, please make perception checks as you guys. Or perception guess, perception or investigation. Both are going to yield different results. Looking for a DC, DC 12. <laughs> God, that thing's so small. It bugs me. That's 25, bro. On what? Investigation or perception? Perception. Um, I got a 24 on investigation. Right. Uh, if you two are going to roll. I got an 8. I'm too busy looking at them heels. <laughs> 16 on perception. How does he do it? Yeah. <laughs> what was that, sorry? 16 on perception. Righty. Uh, the two that make perception checks. Actually, I'm going to say he doesn't do it because he's got to concentrate on his spells. So okay, that's absolutely fine. So, perception. The one thing you notice as you're moving deeper into the forest and using that cry is fading. Not fading in the sense that you're going the wrong direction. Fading in the sense is like, you know what a dying creature sounds like from hunting even back home. And even when you had your escapade, when you were traveling back from the city the first time, it's it's going. So if you want to find what it is, it's going to be tricky. But along that, even during the rain at this time of the day, we're going into like 11 o'clock in the morning now, like going towards midday. You haven't heard a bird in like a solid 30 minutes. Zero, investigating. 
doing what you do for a job you try to listen out and view for things that are out of the ordinary and i believe you've got dark vision is that correct as a pallid elf yeah i've got definitely got dark vision okay cool so that's gonna help in what catches your eye next as you guys are moving through now this pathway is kind of slim it's a bit denser with the trees here which it does make sense you know like with hunters they're not going to clear a path out they're going to try and make their own through what's there to make it less obvious they want to try and make sure that they're not disrupting animal habitats in the sense of like it's not they're not leaving trails or and animals can be intelligent enough where they there's something sus they're gonna get out of the way you'd miss it for a second more well, maybe sorry i take that back your comrades would probably miss it on any other given time but because you're on high alert you catch it first just a a glint something shiny metallic catches your eye off in the distance Stop moving. Stops. Like, Dario, by this point, is, like, drawing his sword and has his shield up. Um, can Zero uh, sort of glean where she saw that glint? Where the pathway, the trees begin to separate out a little bit. And they're, it's like a, I, I want to use the word alcove, where, like, the trees are out enough that it's, like, a little gap. And it's just a little glint on the ground at the base of one of the trees. The, the little man said that uh, they'd set up traps, right? They had bear traps with them. I don't... Just watch your footing. I, I, out of the corner of my eye, just, just above, just straight ahead over there. Is there something perhaps we can push forward that's not going to come of consequence to us to see if we can trigger it? Uh, like an object or something of the yeah, like. Yeah, or like even if someone like has like a, a spell or something that disrupts yeah. the ground. Don't worry about this. Cast fine traps. Read <laughs> 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 that out for the for the class. Like everyone just like, oh, we got a gym. And then he goes, don't even worry. <laughs> yeah, I'd say you're within 120 feet, not a trap. I fucking hate that spell. <laughs> you motherfucker. Add two band list. <laughs> nah. But no, not a trap. We're fine. That's not a trap. Well, that doesn't mean we're fine. That could mean it's something worse. It sort of steps back behind everyone else again. Um, Zero's gonna step forward a bit and just gently put an arm on Void like a hand on Voyager's arm and just gently move him to the side and then she's gonna cock the rifle and she's gonna shoot into the general vicinity where she saw the glint into the general vicinity make an attack roll oh. let me just check what you're trying to beat oh that's not good but that's still oh that's still a 15 no so you don't hear anything that sets off. You just hear the, it's like, if there weren't any animals around, there's definitely fucking none now. <laughs> like, and it like hits the ground and like the soil comes up. And like, you can see even in like the shadow bit where the, the soil comes up. Um, the glint is now gone, but you did definitely didn't hit anything. It didn't sound like anything went off or made a ringing sound or a shattering sound or anything like that. She's kind of like with the barrel smoking, she kind of goes, 
Can't see it now. And then puts it back on her back and just gives Jesus voice a patch. <laughs> <laughs> He is bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> she gives like like Voyage like a pow on the back to keep going forward. Sorry, should have given a warning about that. What? <laughs> I said, don't worry. <laughs> Sign language. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> um, well, it's it's funny that you're like, don't worry about it, you want to move forward because the path passes that alcove anyway. So do you want to check what you're looking for? You want sorry, but do you want to check what you attempted to shoot? Oh yeah, sure. Um, uh, Zero will kind of like uh, keep on Voyager's heels now because she wants to sort of suss out okay. what it was. When you get to where you took the shot, there is disturbed earth. You can't seem to locate right off the bat what was on the gleam. However, there are three bags tucked into the alcove, three leather bags like satchels, travel satchels, not unlike what you have, honestly. Money. You gonna dig into the bags? Just gonna. Well, there's poke no it. traps there. We already know that. There's no traps. No, Zero doesn't trust it. She's gonna poke it with the rifle. Eagle's <laughs> just gonna lean forward because he knows that there's no traps <laughs> and grab the bags and start tipping them out. Okay, cool. Uh, roll a D4 for me. Three. Uh, first bag you tip out, uh, a compass and what seems to be a hastily written letter with the name Mimi on it falls out. There's still two other bags. Oh, which he goes again. Four? Four would be the same bag because there's only three, but I use a D4 to differentiate who does what. Two. <laughs> the second bag, three days rations and a set of thieves tools for you. So you find it's like a bundle of like meats and breads wrapped in like some like soft leathers blown into the mud. You quickly pick them up and wipe the wet off and put them into your pack. Pick and set of thieves tools. Anyone have any use for these? Seize the smoke? <laughs> I guess that's you then. Uh, you can put another set of thieves tools in your inventory. <laughs> I guess if you was going to be the one who's just ransacking these bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Someone else is going to step forward. Hands the compass to you as well. And you will say, if you go to the first bag, um, a pair of cracked reading glasses and a notebook depicting uh, field training. Field training. Like, would that be, I guess, turned to Daria? Is this something you've seen before? Is this uh, of the army? He moves forward and takes the book from you and goes, that's the same notebook that I have and pulls out his notebook. Oh. I would keep an eye out. I don't know if I like this now. Well, I put the cracked glasses in a little satchel and the three days rations, I sort of will just spread around to munch on, I guess, yep. as we're going through today to yep. get some food for the day. And then we're gonna let it to Mimi. All right, he was he's gonna sort of peruse that. Okay, let me pull that up. Okay. We've got some correspondence here. Where's my? You, you have your telecommunication device with you? I do. I'm gonna copy this and send it to you, and I would like you to read it out to our group here and collected. What's my intelligence? How good can you read? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll copy your phone and nothing I don't understand it. She's like standing there for a good 15 minutes just staring at it intensely and I was like, what does it say? I can't read. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just gonna, here we go. Before he starts reading as well, because noted that the other guys said there were um, horses with the guys we're tracking. Are there any horse prints around these bags? Make another investigation check, please. For there's too much mess from that bullet. Sorry. Yeah, nothing you can. Could I also make an attempt? Uh yes, you can. Investigation? Uh yes, please. Or could I make it nature? This will be investigation, unfortunately. Alrighty, where are you? You could go survival, couldn't you? Was tracking? Or animal handling. Um, I would consider looking for tracks investigation following track survival if it's yeah, over true. long distance. I'm trying to twist the DM's arm. <laughs> yeah, look, me too, thanks. What'd you get, sorry? I got four. <laughs> um, immediately in the area. No, it seems like, it seems like from what you can put together, maybe the rain's just washed them away. Yeah. Or the bullet made a bit of a mess of things. Would you like to know what's on this letter then? It's easy to look at all my shots. All right, all right, I'll read <laughs> Mimi, my dear, these weeks away have been difficult. The training is tough, but I must do it. While being a soldier on town's guard duty isn't a life of wonder and adventure, it's it's income for us to live happy and raise our family. We're moving the column towards Gutenlauer to rendezvous with two fellow elves from the squadron. That's you. Two? Was there another one? My my, my comrade, Yuri, uh, Drow, Greskin white hair. he left early because he wasn't feeling too comfortable in the the tavern you know being a soldier and all that he left he told me he was going ahead to find our unit there was more hang on a moment once we have them we will return to Hannon Frace to be given our new deployment deployment routes I'll be home soon I promise I love you Orthrax then under tastily addition this bit's a little bit messy. Hang on one minute. Mimi, we traveled up the road north and heard screams. The captain says, as soldiers, we must investigate. I'm unsure. I'm unsure I wished. I'm unsure I wish to, as there are only four of us. In case something goes wrong, I will leave the note here in the bag aside the path, hoping someone finds it. I love you. I'll be home soon. How long does it look like these bags have been here? I'm guessing if every there's no sign of tracks or anything, I would say I assume they've been here a little while. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a confident, confident say. I... Well, I guess I have another reason to get to Hannonfros and sort of tucks the letter away with his maps. You do see on the back of the letter there is what looks like an address, like a, a block. Uh, like a, a there's a, a district, like a district name. There's Hunter Frace, a sub name which is Wilkenhult, uh, W I L K E N H U with an umlaut, L T, uh, and then like a number in a a block uh, designation as well. I didn't write it down because I'm not that smart, <laughs> but yeah, you get the idea. It's like if you ask someone in the city, they would. If you ask someone in the city, they could probably tell you where to go. Um, but yeah, you have that uh, letter on you. Just really cheap. 
They said they heard the screams from north. Which way are we heading? Grabs the compass back. And just <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. okay. Let me just double check. Which way are we heading? You guys would technically. I remember someone vaguely about south. Yeah, you south guys. You guys are heading south, but them coming north means means that the your two paths were basically interjecting. So they heard the screams from behind us. Yeah. Is Wim? Hmm. I think I, th- I think I might have mis I miswrote that or it were corrected to something else, but I believe it was. Where let me just go back and check it. Oh no, sorry, they're traveling north. They didn't say which direction the screen's going. Yes, so they, yeah, they, they were traveling north. Yeah, that is right. Okay, I was like, maybe I did write that. Maybe oh, I sorry, misread that. No, yeah, so they were traveling. Intelligence, okay, guys. Yeah, <laughs> they were traveling north to rendezvous yeah. at Gutenlauer, and you guys obviously heading south, and have happened upon these bags. Yeah, and we've got no idea which way they went because. None of us can track for shit today. Um, all right, well, there were soldiers, and they haven't been back for a few days, so... And sort of looks up to Daria. Do you have any idea, would they have left any marking? Would there be any way of tracking where your people went? I, I don't know. That comes down to whoever decided they wanted to attempt to lead that's we're, we're soldiers we go where our commanders tell us to go and then that's it so if our captain says hey go into the trees and do that thing then we're gonna go in and do that thing and if you we don't. get lost fuck it that's a problem for later you don't know an orthrax yes he's a i say small but he's you know human man quite agile very good with a short sword you know young black hair good kid great kid just your run of the mill wanted to get in service country make a living for his family so do you know the type of people he's with would they have been able to hold their own against something strong or are we up against something scary here they'd give it they'd give it a go i've it's our, it's our job. Our job is to meet danger head on, regardless of the odds. I've seen you wielding a sword. Would they be of your skill level, or...? Well, I'm the only... I took my oath after I graduated, because that is what I felt the need to do. I don't know what anyone else is. Orthrax was a... just a run-of-the-mill hand-to-hand combatant. He was just a fighter. The captain generally would... Ride his warhorse everywhere, but if he couldn't ride his warhorse, he would generally walk around with a mace, no shield. And the other two guys, I didn't really know them very well. I only really stuck close with Yuri, which has me more concerned than anything. What's other toys? Can you still hear that sound? I would say, you know, even now. Guidance, if you need to go check. No. You have a good idea where the direction would be, but you can't hear it now anymore. Not anymore. But it was that way. <laughs> you point deeper into the woods. Do we keep following this path or do we go towards the sound? If they are one and the same, luckily enough for you. Oh. Well, luckily enough for you. Mm-hmm. They are one and the same. Well, if we're going to pursue whatever this noise is, we need to practice higher caution than what we have been. In 
saying that, I agree. However, it did sound like something that was dying. Yes, but we're after people that could be dying. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have no fear of death. In it fact, didn't if sound human. Dying, I think we should go towards it. It didn't sound it human, the thing rights. that was dying. I'm just saying, okay? We read letter, they hear screaming, they go to investigate screaming. Now all we have is three bags filled with shit. No people. All people know, go near noise. All people I know die. is that my goddess would send me towards the location of the death. Oh, so yeah. I am all for following this sound. It's in the same direction, is it not? This is what we were hired to do. Zero does have a point in regard to taking care. Oh, we need to be careful. I'm not going to go running in there. Of course you're not. You're going to hide in the middle of us all. Exactly. Behind one of you specifically. What about your dog? Can't we just... (laughs) 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 I'm not willing to die for some rations and a pillow. I'm just putting it out there. I'll go because peer pressure, but I'm going to go from the back. Okay. <laughs> Be gentle. <laughs> I knew I knew one of you would. Um, Bite the pillow, I'm going in draw. <laughs> Innocent refusal doesn't even understand the <laughs> <laughs> if you keep up those drinking habits one day you will <laughs> um, but sure I'm happy to take up the lead with Dahlia Daria Daria <laughs> I just say like Daya the tall fuckwit it's the best I can do my tongue don't roll yeah, hey, I, might, I might be tall in a fuckwit I feel like that's something he would say. So we change our marching order. I'll get I'll get Dog for peace of mind. I'll I'll have him. He'll be mad about it, but I'll have him walk ahead just a little bit. Okay, cool. Okay, so how we that's um Seb's made a good point. We're gonna use the miniatures to represent this is gonna be the front and this is gonna be the back. So who's gonna be out front on this? Absolutely, we'll do that. So who it was uh Voyage and Dog? Voyage and Dog. Yep. Alrighty. I, this is actually gonna be the first time everyone gets to see Dog on the Yay. board. So Yay. you know what? There's a beautiful baby. Look at pass, this little baby. Pass around. Oh little That's great. Look at the staunch shoulders yeah. on it. That's way better than the ones though. That's great. <laughs> yeah, you find um you like like click your finger and then off your arm is like like even magic, he lands with a thud. Yeah. Um. So voyage and dog. Uh, who was next? I believe it was Dario. We said. Yeah, because I'm dragging all made up to the front. Yeah. Um, that way I can kind of throw him in front of me if anything jumps out and tries to eat me. Lovely. Uh, while while Seb does a quick mag swap. Uh, who else have we got after Dario? Uh, I think Zeph will stay, kind of like. Close to the back, but not yep. back back. Uh, Zero, where would you like to be? You said take up the rear, yep. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Probably behind the front too. Alrighty. So we're going to pop 
yeah, I think that looks that looks good. And so there's our little marching order. So we've got a good idea of who's walking where. We'll keep it like that. So moving further down the path, the rain is hammering down constantly. There is no let up. It's just consistent uh, with the like thunder warping through the air and the occasional light from the thunder like giving you a bit more visual distance and it's still like we're only like it's like 11 10 in the morning so you're still going into the midday but we're in the second day of the week which is d and us so 11 10 past 11 in the How morning many days in a week in this world that's a good question just a standard seven. seven yeah seven yeah i can't remember what month it is <laughs> i'm great at this Oh, Svathrin, yeah. Yeah, that. Thank you. All done. Good effort. Um, yeah. So, following the path less traveled. Uh, visibility here is tough, uh, especially going through the trees, the canopy, and trying to press through this heavy rain. But eventually, it does lead into a more open clearing. Um, again, it's a bit more spread out by these the trees are the ones that grow bigger and their canopies are larger so by the ones that are only like two and a half meters there's a couple that are like as big as like i think it's like 280 feet like those huge oaks so it's like a big amalgamation of trees here um the rain coming down is making it hard to see you can basically see up to like the underside of the biggest canopies and that's it uh the trees are like we said there's more spaced out uh there are some rising stones from the earth that have like moss and like leaves and stuff growing on them and some of the trees here are dead and stripped and the soil is wet and clumpy as the water mixes in with the earth and immediately up the front dog reacts and normally dog doesn't leave your side very often but he like quickly sprints ahead about an extra 15 feet and hits the mud and then you see him like shake his head like pull and pulls out and you start hearing the ding 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 as it's water hitting steel like metal and Dani is actually the first one to run and he like kneels down like pops his sword into the ground kneels down and tries to grab it and, like dog doesn't let it go for like a solid five seconds like, and it's a pauldron like a shovel pauldron like um with still like the leather straps but the leather straps are torn they're not unfastened so they've been shredded Dani up off the bat looks up stands up and holds it up to you guys the water's still pinging off it this is Unet and Plate. I don't wear this. This armor is my family's. I got this as a gift, but this is standard military issue plate. So um, the soldiers aren't coming back then? No. It throws it off. And the rain keeps pushing higher and your visibility is getting less. Even with dark vision, it's not the absence of light that's hard. It's the fact that there's so much in front of your face that's making it hard to see as you all stand in this clearing but what do you want to do can i look around some more see if there's if there's one plate here check for drag marks yes make investigation please there are no drag marks <laughs> other than from this guy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, work it. Work it. Um, so when you it's 
looking for drag marks in wet soil particularly is tricky. It's about trying to notice like where the groove and the curvature gets different. And the rain's pelting down so hard, like the soil almost look like looks like it's just water. There's so much wetness going on. And like, it's almost like a marsh. Like you think like water catches here a lot because it's like such a flat area. So it just gets a bit and like floody and you're not catching anything. Like even the little bits of light that are breaking like around like with the lightning and stuff, you just can't notice it. Mm -hmm. um, whilst Voyage is sort of looking around the clearing, uh, Zero is going to come up behind him and sort of like scoop the back of his forearm and jut him back a bit. Be careful where you put your feet, boy. Remember, the soil, little tiny man was telling us, can swallow people. You have a good point. Thanks for the reminder. As you were. <laughs> okay. So, you guys push on a little bit more, and eventually when you all kind of like, it's, I want to say spread out, but you guys kind of like form like your little line, and you can see this fully open field, and as the rain hammers down, the lightning crackles again, goes through, and that blanket of lightning illuminates the field, and you can see how truly far this opening is as something in the middle of the field catches your eye, and you're unsure what it is, and we're gonna take a break. back so where we left our team we had all uh pressed our way into this opening uh opening being a very loose use of the term because it is still dotted with trees and uh thickets of grass and some mounds which are blocking the view but as we moved into this open uh, lot of woodlands, something far further into the field has caught your vision. So we brought the map out so you can have a better visual representation of what you're looking at as you go around to explore. So what would you guys like to do? Voyage is kind of from where he is He's kind of looked to gauge where everyone is on either side of him. And he's like, what if you two go that way? That way you've got cover from the rock if there is something here. And the three of us will go this way because we've got, surely the three of us can all hide behind that shield. And I'll try and get Dog to come back out of the mud. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. All right. Tell me where you need me. We can certainly do some scouting, surely. Are you happy to come with me? Thanks, It's good that the answer is any. All right. We'll uh, branch off, take either side. I'm assuming we'll want to investigate that overturned car. The plan is to 
in case we're not intercepted. Meet there? Yep. All right. And Zero will branch off with Zeph. Right. So, uh, because we are not in combat, I'm basically allowing you guys to have free range of motion uh, without having to adhere to your um, your character's stats of movement. Right? So this is basically just a free form kind of way for you guys to get around and figure out what exactly you're looking for. So if uh, Zero and Zephyrus want to move, um, feel free, anyone who would like to put them where you would like to go. Before they move, Zero will um, turn to Hugo Wake. Before, when you were doing some kind of magic Guidance. to find... <laughs> Zero starts ascending. I feel like it's just like a little purple smoke. And he's like, <laughs> so he goes like, and a bunch of like flowers come out. What the fuck? Um, control the space. Control the universe. <laughs> um, I'll say investigation, probably because we're actively searching for stuff. Uh, you you did something before, and you said there are no traps. Can you? Whatever you did to determine that, can you do that again just for this area, perhaps? It takes quite a bit of energy. I was probably a little bit too hasty before, but... No, that's fine then. Let's have a look. Why Why not? So I'm going to move forward a bit. If someone would like to come with me. Yeah. And cast Detect Traps. Detect Traps. What's the distance on Detect Traps? 120 feet. So what's that looking at with... Uh... I think I might have a double this. <laughs> the entire map. Okay. Incredible. I can't believe you got that. So immediately. <laughs> Find traps. Oh, wait, sorry. But before I do say, I think I've got to be able to see them within range and within line of sight. Yep. So that first one appears. And within line of sight. No, you don't see anything else. Well, he's going to pretty quickly move up to this one. There's one right here. <laughs> Not quietly. <laughs> you just like see all the distance zero like. Uh, but yes, as you walk up and go to inspect, it's the... As you look, you can see where the mud and the rain has begun to wash everything together. It coagulates. Um, but you're able to like quickly reach across and find like a, a branch of some sort with like some like dead leaves and stuff and you give it a quick thwack to get out of the way and eventually some of the dirt and the soil begins to sift and you see the circular teeth of what would be a bear trap. Hugo's gonna pick up a rock and drop it into the trap. Instantly, <laughs> big steel and that trap is null and void. I will leave that token there in case that becomes a thing of import at some point, but you have disarmed that trap. If anyone wants it, free trap. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that out of the way, uh, I think it's safe. Are you happy to go ahead? Yeah. We, we, we'll go ahead on going around the side. Okay. Uh, would someone like to place the miniatures for Zero and Zeph where they believe they would like to go? So I think it was something around like here. Was that correct? Or? Yeah, yeah. Let's yep. go there. Cool, yeah, so you can sneak in right around there. Oh, no. And we punch down a tree whilst we're <laughs> <laughs> Minecraft style. <laughs> <laughs> the sheer bad bitch energy coming from these two just flattens the forest. Incredible, <laughs> incredible stuff. 
But yes, you guys move along. Uh, seeing that the group is beginning to uh, disperse, I think Daria is going to follow up behind Voyage and Hugo. So if we'd like to move Daria up there and he'll follow up. And they're like, that's, um, that's not one of ours. So, okay, okay. And you guys are following up. As you move into mainly for Hugo, Voyage, and Daria, and Dog, as you guys move closer into, I guess, the center of, like, this weird causeway between these stone mounds, like the moss and the trees breaking through, uh, what comes into view next is what you would honestly believe to be the thing that you heard the sound come from. Jeez. A draft horse torn to pieces. And when I say torn to pieces, it's missing chunks badly. That's a fucking wild mini. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Shout out to Luke Studios. Hugo's going to turn to Dario and ask, does that flipped over car look like something that would have come from your people? Because Dwarf only mentioned that the hunters had couple of horses and some traps there was no talk of cart if the captain had suppliers and maybe making it a bit easier on the rest of the group then yes i would dare say so we yuri and i came on our own horses so we had no need for cart but if they're bringing a group of them then yes that would make sense detect undead sure if you want to uh, spend the spell that's um, a ability that they have it's part of my thing i can do it once a day ah uh, so what's that look like as you cast Detect Undead? So, you know, you can grab at his necklace at the end of this. My queen, show me any of those who should have come to your place that have not yet arrived. And you watch as this, like, soft purple light goes out, kind of like a ripple. And you watch as it, like, hits, like, trees and shrubs and bushes. It outlines them, and, like, you watch as it fizzles and fades, and you don't detect anything of that sort. It's eyes of the grey, it's not intent to detect undead, but yeah. Cool, okay. So within 60 feet of me, there is no undead. No. Well, I can see all the gears turning, guys. I can only do that three times a day. Do you want to keep moving forward? Or do you want to hold fast for now? At least until we get to that big tree. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll move forward to that big tree. Lovely. Do you want to move forward to the point where you can basically lock your eye line with the rest of the party? Because it comes around, it, you've basically got a nice little course to about there. So if you want to park about here, you can park there. I'm, I'm happy with that if you are. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. You guys move up. Um, would you be moving stealthily or not? I would, yes. Make a stealth check, please. I'll follow, I'll follow um, their suit. I'm like, dun, 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 dun. I feel like you just you like hit the deck real low. It's I, I feel like it's like um Assassin's Creed style where you get into like a shrub of leaves or like grass and it's just, and just moving out real quick. Um, twenty one on my end. Excellent. You guys are ghosts. Um, that split communication between party A and party B, you instantly lose them. You have no idea what's going on. They're gone. They got the cover. I was hoping that again. <laughs> Maybe and, too good. <laughs> and change. 
I'm going to just shuffle up a little bit further. Yep. And Dog is going to finish playing in the mud. I yeah, imagine. Green Drake, just dirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, That's a dirty boy. Just going to do like another like slow look to see if he can spot anything that seems sus. But when and if no blank cards are drawn, he's going to turn to Hugel and say, are you going to do the the thing that you did? Before you do your check, he gives you guidance. So you get a plus D4. Perception check. Okay. Plus D4. They're so little. It hurts my soul. Is it that? Oh, the four. Oh, oh but there's well, also another four. No. <laughs> 14. 14. Immediately what you can see, open field. Yep. Still your open field, all the trees. Um, with that, I will give you that as well. Um, still surprisingly a lack of animals. Yep. Bar the corpse of the, the draft horse you see in front of you. No birds, insects even are very, very sparse. Mm-hmm. You get the occasional wise past you in the rain. But um it's about it. So I'm safe to move ahead. Maybe not too far. Don't go just just to the body. Yeah, I'd I'd say you got you got the trap. Hugo goes up, gets down on his knees in front of it, takes a few like he pulls from his side, which some of you guys might not have noticed yet, a super sharp little garden trowel, which is almost like a dagger mixed with a like a spade at the same time. Digs a few piles of dirt onto the like top of the the horse and starts casting wordcraft vines and flowers that appearing over the corpse. And saying a sort of sort of muttering a prayer under his breath. While that's happening, Voyage is keeping look or keeping watch. Keeping look. Keeping look. Keeping the look. <laughs> keeping look. A cold gaze <laughs> into the into the thing. Kind of like the Terminator as just hands over. Um, keeping nothing, look. Nothing immediately is catching your eye with the rain, especially. It's making it quite tricky. But at this current point in time, nothing seems untoward. Yeah. Uh, Hugel, as you cast your druid craft, you watch as like even uh, Voyage, and I guess uh, Darty would also kind of meet up. He's, he's a bit more unsure. This is not really his ground. He's a soldier. He just fights when the commander tells him to go forward and fight. Uh, as uh, Hugel, as you reach in and pull the energy from your your beliefs and your goddess that you worship, and you watch as like from the mud, these vines crawl out kind of like fingers and and the horse is like kind of sprawled in a very unforgiving manner so you watch as the druid craft cradles and pulls into a nice like tight little formation actively he'd be working on making it look more presentable yeah and it's as bad as the corpse of the horse looks by the time your druid craft is finished there's something you feel already that that small area of ground is peaceful and you've done right today something has whatever you've done right now has appeased i'd say he'd be probably spending like a solid couple of minutes on that if other people want to do stuff and he's not paying attention to anything else that's more than fine how about the rest do you want to go to the cart whilst they uh do floral arrangements <laughs> yeah let's go to the cart all right we'll we will go to the cart okay let me just do you want to go this way or the back way? Do you want to 
go around the back way. Yeah, around the back. So you're both going to go around the back? Yeah. Okay, lovely. So I'm just quickly around here. And you're going to stealth away around the back. So as you get around to the back, and I'll say, where exactly, where do you want to end up is probably going to be a good question because, you know, you've got this huge shrubbery in the way, overturned cart, trees. What probably are you thinking? Probably where the wheels are at that. Yeah. 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 At this back corner. Just that back corner. Right, okay. So there's still access to everyone else, but... Yes, for sure. So as you get to the back, um, make investigation checks for me, please. Zero, did you want to make an investigation check for me as well? Yes. No, you're all good. So that's a dirty 20. That is... Wait, no, I've got advantage on that. My God, I'm going to start every campaign at level five and get some good rolls right off the bat. Hell yeah, G. Um, that is a 17. With with Dirty 20 and 17, immediately off the bat, the cart's looking pretty pretty gnarled. Like, it's wooden cart, not in, like, if you were to see it in its full capacity, it wouldn't look out of shape. The wood doesn't look uh, decrepit or old, but right now, the cart itself as a whole, there's, like, fractures in the wood. One of the wheels is off, and you would, from the angle of how it's crashed and landed in, you would determine that that's probably why it's landed that way and even if you look back and you look at the horse you can see where there are remnants of like the leather and stuff that's strapped on that seems to have been one of the horses that was pulling the cart and it's either ran and got lost and come back to the one place where it knows what it's looking for or it's familiar with that area and it's obviously been attacked and died but it seems this cart was moving and then had been thrown over at some point or something with a decent weight and or shape was able to throw it you know what I mean? It's not like it's just been turned over by the wind. Something has made it turn over. Are there any sort of points of contact that we can determine from the cart to see, like, where maybe point of impacts come? Like, if something's, like, rammed it and tipped it over? If there's or... any scratch, bite marks? The side facing up has some decent cracking to the side where there's obviously been some sort of rolling and or weight applied. Um, you also look the wheel that's missing. That axle is completely snapped. So there's a good possibility that that as well could have caused it to roll. Um, I would say, you know what? Zero, make, because it's you two, you and Zeph doing this, can you make a history check for me? Because this is a bit tricky because you've not really spent a lot of time out outside of the city. Only a 10 for me. Yeah, maybe if for you, it probably seems like the axle was probably the thing that did it. That's probably the best you'd get. I mean, she's probably still pretty fixated on the fact that there's a whole bunch of like cracks and fractures on the side that's upturned um, as well. Do you think perhaps maybe something big hit it? I'm not, I'm not a cart maker, so I don't really know, but... It looks pretty shit. Either that or whatever attacked the horse would, could have been the reason. That's as far as my knowledge goes with carts as well. I mean, whatever it was, would have to be pretty big or pretty fast or both to knock it over the way it did. Or at least take the wheel out. It is hard to snap metal like that. I mean, the only concern is, is it still around, whatever it is? Mm. I mean, that horse was in bad shape. 
if it's something that's going to be feeding on it, if it's not satiated, it might still be lingering around. I guess we shouldn't stay here too long then. Might come back. If we can't find any immediate bodies, I don't see any reason why we should be hanging around here any longer than what we need to. Me neither. Um, is there like sort of like a general vicinity where we can kind of like walk around the cart, have a general look around yeah, to see if yeah, we can you find can, any bodies? You can cut through between this chair, um, this chair, this tree, free uh, <laughs> chair. <laughs> 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 You, you, my you can, father was a chair. My father was a chair. Uh, you can cut between the overturned cart and the tree here, or you can walk all the way around there. You've basically got two points of contact if you want to try and see where Amelia was in the cart. Um, well, we'll definitely, Zero will definitely have a sus to see if there's anything in the cart that's spilt over, sort of yep. gleam if um, anything's still been left behind um, or if it's been ransacked. And what about you, Zef? I'll probably follow, but I'll be in between the... Um, corner of the car and the trees yeah of, uh, yeah lovely and before we drop into that is there anything that the lads are doing <laughs> well at that point i imagine hugo's finished so he probably reach out for the hand on the head of the horse now you may rest and then stand up and cool. turn to the others and we'll take that off because basically it's become one with the, the terrain at this point we need some to. flowers to put down <laughs> And swap it out with. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm gonna make some little like floral mounds now. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um, your detect traps thing. How does that work? Does that stay up for a no, certain amount of time? A single turn. Okay, no, that's all good to know. Um, lovely. Anything? So, while he was mm, flowers, um, <laughs> while you were botaning, <laughs> <laughs> um. Voyage did want to take the trap. Okay, so you can add a bear. Uh, I think in D and D the beyond they're called hunting traps. So you bear can add yeah, a bear trap. You can add a bear trap to your thing, and it's like you find where it's anchored in with like this wooden pike into the ground, and you just pull out your whittling dagger, and you're just like, get excellent, and wrap your chain up, and you like circle it through. It's already closed. You yeah. set it off, and you just attach it to your hip, and you now have a hunting trap. Sick. But outside of that, it was just watching Hugel's back while he does his mm, gardening. Lovely. Good looking out. Mm. <laughs> I see nothing. <laughs> There's fire in the background. Um, <laughs> and Daria is basically hanging tight uh, with you guys. You find he's got his sword and shield up. He looks looks very uncomfortable. Um, a bit concerned with things that are going on. And if you guys have nothing else you want to do, we'll cut back to our um sneak thieves and murderers and so you wanted to investigate the cart yes yeah see if there's any contents that have been spilled out of it or if it's been ransacked or anything like that yeah you can either both make investigation checks or someone can give the help action and do one with advantage your choice um what's what's your investigation like um, <laughs> Did you just ask well, for I, a stack, good madam? I've got advantage on investigation, so if you want to make your own as well, because you might end up rolling like absolute gold and yeah, just I've trump got, it. Uh, and just to add to whatever I get. So okay, so you're both rolling independently. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, no, I forget no. you get advantage on your investigation. I forget oh, yeah. that every time. Then there's no point of you taking that again. Yeah. <laughs> I just I forget it's a thing. What did we get? I got five. Excellent. I was like, no. <laughs> For you, I think it's just that the sight of this is very different from yeah. home. So you're just like, 
Oof, tough goal, tough goal. Very overwhelming. Yes. What about you? Uh, 21. Jesus Christ. Why do I bother? <laughs> um, the first thing you notice is you're, you're kind of trailing around the cart and you realise where the breakage is start coming inside and like it's you know like the seats that are lined in there are the the metal bolts that you hold them in are breaking out and tearing the timber apart um there's bits of broken glass but obviously like glass vials or bottles have been shattered on the inside and whatever liquid had come out of them has since become ubiquitous with the rain and whatever foreign substances come in um but what's not hard to miss is some of the blood splatters on the inside. And the reason they're there is because it's dried. Okay. Um, so even with the rain attempting to reactivate it, the cart's on its side. So the ones that are on the floor of the cart, which are now on the side, are still protected from the rain. Can I sort of determine the nature of the blood splatters? Like looking if it's like bludgeoning or if it's come, if it's like a clean line, it's come from like a slash or... Make a medicine check. A what? I know how to administer Panadol. That's about it. That's only that's only a thirteen. With a thirteen, it's it's a spray. You've seen wounds that are bad, and they do some pretty gnarly stuff. But this is something like a unceremonious spraying. It's probably the best way to explain it. This is pretty fucking messy in here. Whatever it was, it looks like it's taken them off guard because it happened inside the cart. But still no bodies. This is quite a bit of blood. Obviously some damage has been done within this cart, but there are still no bodies. Do you think there might be some sort of cave or home for whatever this is? That is a good question. I can't see anything in the immediate vicinity. I don't know if you've caught wind of anything, but if it is, it's probably a slight trek away. But really, I mean, when you look at the horse, whatever it was, it attacked and gutted the horse right where it lay. So it makes little sense that then it would take the other bodies away. Unless it wanted a snack. Later on. A snack, or it would have been smart enough to take at least one of the things that was moving the cart to get to wherever they were. Mm, that is true. That is true. Well, if there's nothing else of importance in here, I mean, I can't see anything. There's nothing else that's. No. Oh, I'd say you find like occasional like bits of leather and like a couple of copper pieces that are there some like three copper pieces uh, and like moldy rations like trail rations where it's like they've been left in the leather and you can see where like they've been torn from like possibly from impact or just manhandling and they've just gone rotten from being left out in the rain and fucking the air and all that sort of stuff well there's nothing immediate here it looks like i mean Maybe they didn't die in the cart. Maybe they were just severely mauled and moved on because none of their belongings are here either. Mm. Wouldn't go far without food, though. No, wouldn't go far without weapons either. So they've not left any of those behind, however. I say we keep 
keep having a look around in the area and see what else we can find. Okay, so what's the goal? Probably, did you want to veer off right and sort of go towards the top right, sort of towards the top right of the map? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll like in between the... As you start to move, Hugh is just going to like shout out, like, find anything good? Just blood. Lots of blood. Is there a trail from the blood? Watch yourselves. We did get a trap before. Um, there, there. Was there any notable trail of the blood that we noticed? No, that was just inside the cart. Uh, sifting through the soil now while it's raining, that would be a high DC investigation check if you wanted to try and figure that out. Especially since there were seven days since this probably occurred. The worst that can happen is that I fail. Cool, make an investigation check. You guys going to move up to you guys as well. Yep. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was a 17. It wasn't great. What was it, sorry? 17. As you get down, it's one of those things where it's like you kind of get down and start sifting through the soil a little bit with your fingers, attempting to find something. Liquid that gets diluted and falls into the soil can still be traced in certain points where it gets down to a certain level. So you're like, oh, fuck, what's, what's going to happen? And you start sifting through. Instantly, revolver on your left-hand side starts getting hot. Something's coming for you. As Zeph, you see this and everyone looking down the hallway, the shrubbery next to you, and two mutated tendrils of green and wood and oak reach out and attempt to swipe you. But as you've gone to investigate and your gun gets hot, you instantly duck under and they both miss and go over your head as this shrub here, well, not shrub, a bush, begins to rattle and shake. You watch as the leaves start coming off and you hear the like creaking of wood and malleable materials. I did too. I was looking at it. I was like, that's a pretty suspicious bush. That's a nice That's cool. As this entity of wood, grass, dirt, bone, unsure of what creature it is, reaches out and its attacks miss. And as it opens, it's all... And while its mouth opens up, you can see an arm hangs out and then a tendril tongue and pulls it back into its throat. I need everyone to roll initiative, please. Um, that sounds terrifying. Ooh. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Yeah, my initiative tracker out. I'm so behind. Oh my God. You. Oh, In John. Into jail. Be gone. Oh, Why is it a four again? You got a couple of fours on that one. At least you get, didn't get a fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You got a one. Yeah. Well, plus three Just equals four. Put it at the bottom. Uh, 25 to 20. 21. 21. 21. Uh, 19 to 15. <laughs> 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 oh, I forgot to write to Daria. Oh, no. Okay, 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 okay. This is fine. Ah, uh, 14 to 10. 10. You need another D20 that you can swap that one out with. And 9 to 5. 7. No. I will make these motherfuckers work for me because these are Voyager's dice. <laughs> I should have used you. Oh. Okay. 
Okay, so top of the initiative round as the rain, the rain pelts down and the soil is wet and shifted and busted. You watch as this mound grows out of the soil and attempt to swipe you, but your gun alerted you to that. But Zero, you are going to be the first to act and Daria is going to be on deck. Um, beautiful. Well, um, she already had the rifle drawn, so that is yes, what she, she will use. Um, let's go. Uh, at five feet, that's going to be a disadvantage. Ooh, am I able to, with with the um, warning, am I able to retract myself in time without copying an opportunity attack because it's already had a swipe at me? Well, okay, if not. The, the shambling mount attacking as you got close is just a surprise round. But yep. the problem is you can't be surprised because your gun alerts you to that. And it also alerts Zephyrus as well and you. Oh, only Zephyrus because they're within five feet. Yeah. So. No, that's fine. No, I would say not. No, that's yep. fine. Um, I'll... I'll take the disadvantage. I'll I was going to say, you got a pretty high to hit, so you might get lucky. It's a, uh, it's a 10. Unfortunately, no. Gun goes off. <laughs> See, it like hits one of like the jutting branches at the top and <laughs> takes it off. Unfazed, doesn't care. I'm gonna still risk it anyways. And I'm gonna um, launch back out of, um, get some distance between us. Okay, how far do you want to go? You can really realistically, you can go this way because you've got open there. If you go there, you've only got five feet. I'm gonna move back with what's got more, more area for me to move back in. How far do you want to go? Um, I want to go the full full extent of, of my movement, which is 30 feet, 30. um, without, I'll cut it short if it means I lose line of sight, however. Okay, so we can go five, oh, I guess we've got to, that, that way or that way? Uh, that way. That way. So five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, basically puts you right up against the tree. Ugh. Oh no, we've lost our gold snake. I won't have... I won't be flush back against it because I'll oh, just watch... Well, do 25. We'll get yeah. you right there. You're on a nice little opening. Because I've watched one tree turn to something nasty, so now all the trees are sucks. You got leaves? <laughs> 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 but yes, you basically get a good 25 feet dash. It is going to get an opportunity attack, but it That's only gets the one, so we'll see what happens. Uh... 19 to hit, that's going to hit you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Be... I'll just roll for all the damage, please. I'm asking you. That's 14 points of bludgeoning damage as this oaken and grass tendril whips out, hits you in the back. I'm also going to need you to make a DC 14 oh. uh, dexterity save for me, please. Okay. It's uh, uh, athletics or acrobatics, I believe, for, for grapple. Um, okay, let me just... So, so I'm also adding that skill proficiency on top of it, am I? Or or is it just a straight deck save? Um, if you if you have any proficiencies, D&D Beyond will add it for you. But you basically just got to make a... Um, you're opposing a grapple, basically. So it's going to be... Why does it not say what I want? Oh, so I'm just I'm just using the the bonus off of if I use acrobatics, 
am I using the bonus off of acrobatics? When you go to when you go to escape a grapple, you get to choose. I believe is that correct, Seb? It's um acrobatics or athletics. It'd just be a competed. So whatever it is, you'd be competing against. Well, this bastard here. If you get hit by the attack, you automatically got to make the save. But I believe you get to pick. I'm gonna. Let's go with that. Why it's I'm deemed you wrong. You're making me look like a fucking fool. It's been forever since I've run a game. So Here we go. I don't remember. I believe if it's a grapple caused by a creature, it's whatever skill they used versus, and you're matching that skill with them. I'm normally so much better at this. Yeah, because grapple is strength from them. Gra so yeah, grapple is strength. strength. Oh. Uh, is it a contested strength? Please don't make it be a contested strike. No, it's 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 the creature grappling. It's in my phone, which is here. Hold up. I have it in the fight rules. I knew that would come in here. You're not deleting it. Um, it's in the fight pit rules, which are campaign documents. Where? World law. Firing system. Here we go. Take me out. Uh, using, all ones free, using at least one free hand, you try to seize the target by making a grapple check instead of an attack roll. A strength athletics contested by the target's athletics or acrobatics. So dexterity. Yeah, so you get to pick athletics or acrobatics. Uh, acrobatics, absolutely. Go for it. Uh, that's 21. No chance. You feel it hit you and the tendril goes to wrap around and you use the range scope. Not today. Whoop. And you turn into the grab and it loosens its grip and you're out. Done. Easy. And you roll. Combat roll, full style. Kate comes up, got the rifle. You're away. No stress. Very big stress. Still caught 14 damage. Big stress. Yeah, big, big, <laughs> big stress. Big shuck. But big cool stress. Lovely. Uh, anything else you would like to do? Negatory star commander. Alrighty, so that's going to go down to Daria. Daria, seeing this absolute kerfuffle happen, he's got his sword and shield drawn. Um, but I do believe... He's only got 30 feet, which is no. that no chance. He's still going to right in the middle of that shamble. He's going to go about there. And what's he got for? Are these considered difficult terrain? No, they're just there for flair. I'll tell you where it's difficult terrain. <laughs> no, you won't. Um, he's going to, you watch as Daria runs, he plants the sword real quick using a free object interaction, just plants the sword in the dirt. And he's going to, no, actually he's going to channel it through the sword because that makes more sense to me. Um, and I don't care what the rules say. It sounds cool. Um, you watch in the rain as the sword glows and and he's going to launch a sacred flame at the mound because that makes sense to me. It's 30 feet. He's definitely within 30 feet, so that's fine. Uh, this bitch needs to make a dex save and... I don't know how much dexterity you think a giant thing of plants is going to have, but... Hopefully not. Nah. A lot. <laughs> it takes, and this thing takes... Excellent. Seven points of damage. So... Alrighty. So you guys watch as this mount erupts in like this sacred light this radiant light and it casts a glow around like your area immediately through the clouds and the rain is illuminated for about about here so if anyone in the immediate circle excluding voyage i'm sorry um it's lit up as this thing just goes 
as like it's you watch as like the leaves and the man the oak try to like seal over to like snuff the flame and it's just struggling it's in so much pain um but that is going to be i'm just gonna make sure ba, 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 ba. and that's so why why'd i do that <laughs> come on i need these trees because sus as fuck excellent like, okay example <laughs> no yeah if the symbol's like that shining star it's radiant it's not flame yeah cool we're good um so that's going to be the end of uh darius turns that's really all he can do right now next is going to be our shambling mound and it's lost zero in the kerfuffle it sees hugel and zafaris but it sees daria as well because daria just lit it on fire i think yeah he can do it he's gonna bypass Hugel and go straight for Daria because he's leading on fire. You are going to get an opportunity attack if you would like to spend your reaction to use one. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Well, I've got the that little, like the razor sharp um, gardening trail that I had before. So oh my god, a gardening in. trail against yep. a thing of grass yep. and dirt? Yeah, no, gonna... I didn't think of that at all. Uh, so D4. We're about to do some root, boys. <laughs> Five damage. Hell yes oh wait did you roll the hit oh no let's roll the hit to see if that five that. damage is gonna land <laughs> no it does not no unfortunately not you find as you go to catch it 11 hits you but... you go to uh stab the trail and it just hits one of those big bits of like oak and wood that's stuck in there and you feel like kick and it bounces off unfortunately but it pays you no mind because it wants the one that burned it it's the mound's turn it's going to make Two attacks on Daria. And surprisingly, both miss. So Daria just being ready for it as the thing swings. And you see those two tendrils again. Comes out and it just off the shield. And he starts cussing in a language I can't really speak, so I'm not going to try it. Um, and like you guys immediately, Void, you can see it too. As it attacks, it attempts to whip the tendrils around the shield and it just can't grab it. It's like wet steel. It has no thumbs or fingers. So it's kind of just like, and like comes off. That's all it can really do. It's not an incredibly agile or powerful creature to go, but that is going to be Hugel with Voyage on deck. Am I within melee? Like if I leave? You are within melee, but it's already used its reaction for this turn cycle oh, trying to attack zero. So, so. I'm going to get the fuck out of there. Sure. So I got 25 feet. I'm going to come back this way. Absolutely. And cast spiritual weapon on top of it. Do it. Do it. So it comes out a giant glowing garden trowel. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop! We've been sitting on that for weeks. <laughs> Stop! I was like, do the fucking show, dude. <laughs> this is the joint. So you guys watch as like the specks of rain begin to and pull in, and then just and it's just a glowing <laughs> purple garden trail. So there's a fourteen hit. 
does not. I'm sorry. Oh. As the spectral trout goes to swing in, it's just got this weird carapace of like this ever shifting carapace of wood and soil and vines. And as the spiritual weapon goes, as the spiritual trowel goes to go in, it just clips more of that hard oak shell. I can then use my Pink. bonus attack to have a second, a bonus move to have a second go with that weapon. Oh, a 25. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna get the job done. <laughs> and... Three plus three, six damage. Alrighty, so it takes another swing. So you watch the the trail the first time goes for like a chopping motion, and it doesn't land. And almost in like this like subconscious way, you watch as like Hugo rotates his hands and brings it down. And instead, it goes for like more of a actual trailing motion <laughs> and hits this big chunk in the back. And you watch it go like to where the trail is. It goes up to like where the scoop ends and the handle starts. And you just hear this, like this weird wet noise as it digs in and you take a chunk of it out of its back but instantly where the chunk goes you watch as more of it begins to uh coalesce and help seal the wound shut as best as it can it definitely hurt it it's just it's using what's left of its mass to try and keep itself together but you definitely landed it is there anything else you want to do that's all my stuff all righty yes i'm so sorry to interrupt i really think hugel should like have like a stockpile of like gardening puns to like you know, just like shout out in the middle I'll of have combat. To that. <laughs> yes, I think you're right. <laughs> Sorry, please continue. Put it on the record. If you pop a gardening pun in this combat, the next roll you make is an advantage. Um, so that's going to be Voyage with Zeph on deck. All right. Come on, um, baby boy, what do you got? So I'm actually going to command Dog first. Yeah, you watch you like, like, aggressive little snot boy. Yep. Uh, he's got about 30 feet yep. of movement. However, what I want him to do is yeah. try and get behind it. With, okay, so 30 feet is not going to get the job done. 30 feet is going to get you from there to there, right in front of it. He can dash around it. Yep. Or do you want to, 30 feet passing through you will get him like there. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, all right, get him. Am I? Yes, you're more likely to right there. It would get him roughly here. Um, I'm trying to get him within attack range still. So he's still within. So you want him within five feet of the shambling man? Yeah, so if you want five feet, he's basically just going to make a beeline and just saddle up right next to Dardia. Cool. So you guys watch as he just a kind of like what Henry does, where he like kind of skids on the spot for a minute. He's like, <laughs> and like takes off, but he like his little because he's a green drake, like the fins go and lock back, and he just speeds through the dirt and like just thumping steps, like, and just skids to a halt in front of this thing. Devil may care, doesn't give a shit. I love that. When another creature within thirty feet. The Drake that it is seen. No, Daria hasn't. Oh, Daria. Daria. Daria hasn't made an attack on this guy yet. Uh, yeah, he did, he did no, he did. He made he did sacred flame. Yep, cool. Speaking of which, so when, it, uh, when another creature within 30 feet of the Drake oh, it's Kendrick, yeah. that it can see hits a weapon attack, no, oh no, that's all good. We're just gonna sit on that and he's gonna try and bite it. 
instead. <laughs> yes. Get that stick, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big tongue. <laughs> I mean, I'm it's 12. Unfortunately, 12 doesn't hit. Look, he's trying. He's so, got a short snout. You've, yeah, you've, he, he sees one. He's like, yeah, that one looks real good. And he goes for it. And he just misses. And he's like, and he gets real angry. He's like, <laughs> really not not happy about that at all. So it was bonus action to command. So I've still got yes. bonus movement to yes. go off with. And um, you still have your action as well. Yeah. So. Um, I need mounts to make my life easy. I'm just going to go for a, a bow attack. A bow, sure. a, a shooty boy. Sure. Pull out that long arrow with the white fletching. And it'd only be one, or is it two? You get two attacks. You get two yeah. attacks per turn. Yeah, yeah. My you get brain. two attacks per action. Yeah. Small brain. Small brain. So I've got an eighteen and a twenty-five. Both hit. Roll your damage. Cool. Just quickly remembering how to do that. It's nine on the first. Twelve on the second. Solid effort. So there is this whistling through the rain, and at some point, I would dare say, uh, Daria and even Zeph being that close, you watch as just with this insane grace, the voyage pulls up two arrows in the same hand, notches the first one, lets it fly, notches the second one, lets it fly. The first arrow splits the raindrops. The second arrow follows through the gap. It is excellent, and just two, two big thwacks right in, like, I say the meaty bit, where it's, like, not wood, in the mouth, and it's, like, like, freak. It's not that, like, garbled sound, where it's, like, everything that comes out sounds wet and gross, and, like, there's just soil and shit coming off it. But you're definitely landing it, and it's not happy. Anything else you'd like to do? No, I'm just going to hang 10. Just hang 10. Excellent. Zeph, that's going to be you. Yes. Make greatness. So is this thing still on fire? The sacred the sacred flame burns and then goes away at the end of the turn. Okay. It's not like a concurrent thing, I believe. I'll just quickly double check that. It's a good question. Um, sacred it's flame. recurring from... Uh, Flame-like radiance descends on a creature that you can see within range. Target must succeed on a deck save or take uh, 1d8 radiant damage. The target gains no benefit from cover for this saving throw um, and increases when you do no, so it's one save and then it just goes. Okay. Yep. So, because it didn't save, it still would be on fire for the next round as well, unless it rolls another save. I would say no. I would say basically the way Sacred Flame works is the caster does it. Yep. There's an instantaneous moment of flame that burns the victim, and then the flames dissipate because they are magical. I'll say for the instant of this, though, also because it's wet. And, but even though it's magical flame, it's like any embers or cinders that would have been left have would have burned out. Okay, yeah. But like I said, even though it's hard to see because of the rain and the shade and the cloud, you can still see. Yeah. 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 Just because um, I kind of wanted to get a feel about how that would work with the rain and everything like that, because I did want to do like an improvise with my torch because it's timber, but. 
that requires me to get close to it. Yes, and you also, I'll give you this for free, you would also believe that Daria using magical fire yeah. is because it's magical. You pull out an actual torch, you're not even going to get it going. It's not yeah. going to work. What I'm going to do is first use my bonus action to hide behind the tree I'm directly in front of. Make a stealth check. So that is a 21. Fuck, excuse you. Yeah, you just disappear. I'll, I'll put you here for the sake of knowing where you've gone, but yeah. uh, uh, Hugo and Zero watch as Zef rolls in and like you pull your cloak over, like that green cloak, yeah. and also oh, your black cloak with your green pants tuck over, and they just fade into the tree it always looks like they're a part of it you had a question about it before you continue i forgot to specify the elemental damage on the bow however a moment's passed it's all good yeah retroactively won't do much about it but keep that in mind um but yes you are hidden now what would you like to do okay. well i've got the daggers <laughs> <laughs> So they did great last time. Yeah, I'm going to do my best to try and aim for that meaty part. Them like the mouth, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, rolling from hiding, you get advantage. Okay. And if it lands, because you're rolling from advantage, you get sneak attack. So my highest was 13. Um, what am I looking for? So plus six. So that's. 19. God, I forget how high your dex is. Yeah, dude, that's going to that's gonna get the job done. Yeah. So roll your dagger damage and your sneak attack, please. Also, that led to a bit of a discussion uh, while I was playing at the game shop the other night. Um, rogues can make sneak attacks as many times as they can attack per round. It's not once per turn. Oh, yeah, so ro rogues attacking with an opportunity attack, if they can make it with advantage or as an ally, they can still get their sneak attack. So it's 3d6 and then 1d4? Yep, yep. that's right. Kill the seven. So 5, 4, 2, 2. So that's 13. Wow, excellent shot. So like a, it's it's crazy. In the last twenty four hours, all of you have seen Zephyrus blend into their surroundings, and then just knives out of the darkness, as this like green bile oozes out of the gap, and you hit it like into like the gel, into like these weird globules that grow inside, like almost like moss and like fungi, like this weird amalgamation. And it's reeling. That fucking hurt. That was not ideal. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do? Um, no. Alrighty, that's going to bring us back to the top of the initiative. Zero, that's going to be you with Daria on deck. I'm going to try and shoot it again. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. Twelve. Unfortunately, doesn't hit. Uh... Wait, was that with, was that with the White Widow? Yeah. You have to spend one of your attacks to reload too. Yeah, so one shot. Fortunately, doesn't hit. Uh, shell goes wide, bullet goes wide, but this time it's just caught off. You just caught off guard trying to hit it while it it rises and it constantly changes its shape. So you think you're like, yeah, I've got this, and it just passes over it. Like this thing is just constantly shifting and. I'm just gonna blame it on the fact that this is like sort of her first real excursion with it. 
and she just hasn't got the knack of the gun yet. Fair enough. <laughs> it's, it's like, is it that thing where it's like you try to blame the gun for your your error? <laughs> no, she she knows it's her. She's just because like she only got it not that long ago. This mm. is like sort of her first time really using it. So I'm just gonna fob it off that she's not used to it yet. For sure, for sure. Uh, anything else you would like to do? I uh, don't think there is much that I can do. Um, let me just quickly check. Yeah. Ah, mm, uh, I'm actually whilst I've got it here, I'm gonna do um, second wind. Yes, absolutely. Um. Uh, plus five. Okay, I'm gonna regain eleven health. Eleven. Excellent. Love that. Excellent. That's going to be uh Dadia is next. And he's just gonna do what he trained to do and he's just gonna swing a big old sword. Because I think that's just what needs to happen. Let's go to actions. Alrighty. Uh, he gets yep two attacks. That first one's definitely gonna hit, and it was one-handed, so it's gonna be one of those. for a five damage. So uh, you watch as Dara with the shield attempts to bring the sword down, and it moves like its head and it scrapes down the wooden side and then just with the backwards momentum, just swaps it and just brings it back up. And as it attempts to lunge forward to attempt to grab him, he just cuts it right with the bottom of the chin as it like slices it up. And he's just like, I think I'm getting good at this. And that's going to be his turn. There's really not a lot else he can do. Um, let's, check, let's check bonus actions. Maybe it might be something. Um, bonus action. No, he's not going to do that. He's going to stay right where he is because I think he knows better than to leave friendlies alone. Yep, excellent. So that is going to be... Oh, fuck, it's the mound's turn. Okay. Green dice for a green enemy. That kind of makes sense, right? And he's just going to go for Dari. He's the one that keeps fucking with him. Why do I roll like dog shit whenever I try to hit you guys with fucking anything? I Anything. Me. <laughs> Your go away. I think you're the only one who's taken damage this campaign. So I've taken some. Oh, you have. Okay. It's been. We don't talk about the sessions ago that I had. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, the other sad bit is I don't even have to do the math. <laughs> if it's got one digit, there's no chance in hell it's ever going to hit. So uh, again, it just goes out with those two big tendrils and it just catches the shield and it can't find a grip on the steel you guys get any idea this thing doesn't really do well with like metal you know what i mean like animals easy a guy's got a shield but yeah probably not g um that's going to be hugel with voyage on deck all right um hugel grasps his necklace says a small prayer and a purple electricity shoots from his hand uh, with guiding bolt, and that's nineteen to hit. Ah, uh, that's gonna hit. Four d six. What? Forty six. Yep. And lightning damage, right? It. I imagine it is. Um, 
doesn't specify. What's the symbol? Oh, is that how they do it on here? That's how, that's how I've determined it sometimes. A little thunderbolt? I think it's radiant, actually. No, it's radiant. It's a starch radiant. Yeah. Um, so what do we got? 6, 10, 14 damage. And he is now glowing with like a purple energy. Next attack on him gets advantage from her. What's the first Good job. Uh, do you want to do anything then, with your Yes. Trow's going to come in for a swing. Roll the advantage because it's flanking. And yes, the spiritual shovel gets it too, okay? Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad someone responded because I'm like, man, I look like a right asshole on this here show. Uh, t- 24. To hit? Yep. Hit. Yep, that was, that was another, done. another four damage. That's going to get it done. Man, you're actually fucking warping this thing. It's great. Excellent. So spiritual trout comes in and like any good gardener, it knows where the soil's weak. It's going to go right into that hole again just, <laughs> and just shovel down. <laughs> but the deeper it digs, the noises get worse. And it's just like, you're like freaking out as this like shovel is just like, and like just getting the, getting the work done. I imagine the dude was holding his trout and making the movements. Yeah, it's like that's how you, com- you command it. You're just like, and we're going for the soft bit right there. Wingardium, <laughs> Wingardium, get fucked. <laughs> Excellent. That that's gonna be your turn. You don't want to shift movement or anything of the like? Nah, I'm happy where I am. Happy where you are, man. Mm. I should really stop building encounters <laughs> when everyone here has ranged stuff. I'm gonna make you all find a corridor next time. How's that sound? Yep, good, great, excellent. Voyage is gonna be you with Zephyr. We have one that can stand in between the legs, so there's two against whatever. Oh. Lowest and halflings can do that too. You can use you as cover. I hate yeah. that so much. Yeah. Just hide behind the guy who's got 21 AC. <laughs> I yeah, can dude. Through any person larger size than me as well. I hate that. All right, Voyage. What do you got? So, da- Dahlia. Darlin hit Dahlia. goddamn <laughs> weapon attack. So, 1d6 of acid damage should have been added to that. I, again, am still getting used to dealing with dog. So dog grants acid damage to any friendlies nearby that land weapon attacks. Is that yep. correct? Alrighty. So one d six. Actually, you can roll the d six. That's on. That's on you. That's your. That's your dog. That's five. Wish I hadn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. What do you want to do? I'm gonna have. Well, dog's still following his initial command. Do I need to command him again? Um, if you don't give them a command on your turn, they take the dodge action. So if you want to tell him to so fetch, then he will fetch. Cool, fetch. Okay, do you want to roll for dog then? If you want to send him first. Next on that creature gets advantage. So, so dog gets advantage. Beautiful. If dog crits, I quit. Episode two. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope he does now. <laughs> no. What was, the, what was the highest though? Nine. Unfortunately, no. Again, he just goes to bite for it and it's just having trouble. Nine plus six is 15. Nine plus six is 15? Yep. That hits. Yeah, there you go. So you watch, he finally, you watch his little, his golden eyes. And, and he, it's, what can I relate it to? It's, it's, you know what? It's just like a, a chew toy. He's just, dogs just got it. And it's just like, and it's just like, and he's just fucking not letting go. Rolling damage. That's only a four. It's, hey, that's four points of damage that your your 
Drake dog has gotten off on this thing. And you find as it gets one more whip off, he's just like, nah, and like lands. And it's like a little bit of like that green, like fine shit. Then he looks so pleased with himself. <laughs> Big long tail, just like. <laughs> and then I'm following up with another two arrows. Go for it. But I will prefer, prefer this time that the D6 in the attack is force. Force damage, okay. And that's a 20. Ooh. To hit, nat 20 to hit. Nat yeah. 20 to hit. Or your damage dice get doubled for that shot. Beautiful. So uh, let's take care of the damage for that first shot. Uh, oh, wait, because you roll both together, right? Yeah. Uh, what was the second one? Hang on, I'm mathing it still. 21. So that's a 28 and a 21. Let's do the double damage for the nat 20 first, and yep. then we'll do the damage for the next one, because that's a lot of numbers that are going to be flying at me really quickly. Yeah. If you need more, I've got more here. If you want me to send my kids no, to camp? I keep using <laughs> phrases from other shows and it frustrates me. Like critical hole and stuff. I need a little bit of that. <laughs> 17. Points of damage in total? Yep. Because I'm not using any spells to back it. No, that's all good. That enough. So first arrow, it's when it roars and dog comes flying off. You're like, well, now's a good chance as ever. Anyone watching in that immediate area watches the arrow fly through. And you've all seen how like bows and arrows work, but this one sails through the air with like a vortex. And it's like, it probably feel like getting hit by that sledgehammer for you, Zero. And it's just a through the mouth and you watch as like bits blow out the back of it it hits it hard and it goes to gargle and it can't it's like it can't it's not it's the whole mouth beginning to concave from that false shot what was the next one 13 that one misses unfortunately well as it as it real it was 21 to hit oh wait 13, yeah that's right no yes that that's right so first arrow goes in reeling from the explosive shot and because it's just a perfect gap you just go too easy next one flies through and it just lands into like a big fat throaty area where there's like vines and stuff that arm that popped out before is well gone it's within the masses of this creature um but it is roiling and it's not doing too well anything else you'd like to do not yeah. sitting pretty yeah. easy uh zef that's you uh, i will throw my other dagger uh your that one's not going to be an advantage because when you attack from hiding, you lose that cover. Yep. So if you just want to hurl it up. You've got friendlies within five feet though, so you're going to get sneak attack if it hits. So 17 plus six. <laughs> That'll get it done. <laughs> so that is just the one D4. D4 plus your D6 for your sneak attack. Wait, yeah, can I still get sneak attack? It's the beginning of a new round and you've got friendlies within five feet. Okay. Now I've been I've heard chatter somewhere that um sneak attack only applies to attacks within 30 feet of range, but you're you're within 30 feet, so that's fine. Okay. Um so, so yeah. Yes. Okay. So six, ten, eleven plus three, fourteen. God damn. Throw another dagger, and this time, as it's from the wound from Voyager's arrow, where the force blew out the back, the carapace has begun to peel, and you can start seeing mounds of 
more plants and some bone, some like tightness material, like seals it all together. And then you can just see where it's goopy and wet underneath this carapace. And you're like, that's the money shot. Dagger flies through and just thuds into that gap. And this thing is just like, like it's freaking out. It hates what's happening to it right now. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? Um, I would like to, um, that tree that's just behind it there. Yep. I'd like to go to that one and hide behind that. Dagger pipe. Dagger pipe. <laughs> yep. You, so you sprint over power roll in. Give me another stealth check. Stealth check. So that is nine nine eighteen. Yeah, that's gonna do it. Um, why are you doing that? There we go. Yeah, that that's gonna do it. Excellent. That's gonna be. Back to the top of the initiative. Zero, you're up again. Oh. She like stands there and um, like after like missing the first two shots, she's like thwacking it and pulling the bolt back into place. She's like, come on, you piece of shit. One shot, one fucking shot. And then she just hoiks it up and blasts it. I've rolled a 19, so that's 27 to hit. Yeah, that's going to do it. Um, Plus eight to hit. Yes, on this one I am. Um. And that is two. The White Widow's model after bad news. That is 15 to hit. I'm sorry, not 15, 15 damage. 15 damage. Can you please read me real quick? The, um, there's something about an explosion with the shell within an immediate area. I need to know if, um, the guys, I don't need to know if Dog and Daria need to make a save. Um, Upon a hit, everything within five feet of the target must take make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. So we are going to... So you're going to roll for dog, uh, uh, Bailey? I'll let you know what it is. Uh, DC equal to eight plus your proficiency bonus plus your dexterity modifier. So that's nine, eight, that's 17. We've got to be DC 17. Now, when it comes to saves, I believe dog uses your stats. No, nope, dog's got his own. He's got his own stats. Okay, go for it. Uh, Saving throws. Nah. Daria fails. That's where he's weak. Yeah. Uh, Daria fails and dog fails. So the the damage was what? Sorry? It's 1d8 fire damage. So roll another, roll a d8 and then tell us what happens. Tell us uh, what you get. Um, please be low. It's only two. It's only two. Lovely. So just a bit of fire uh, from the explosion of the round blows out. But that's a bit of a wibbly wobbly timey thing. Zero. Yes. Make your kill. Slaughter oh! your brain. Vindication! <laughs> Vindication! Um, <so> Shooter! <laughs> Shooter! Yeah, as she's like, um, like she's sort of like smacking um, the, the barrel and trying to pull in the bolt and she's like thinking like, why the fuck has this not been working for me? And then as she pulls it up, she goes like to fire it. She's like, oh. And just like noinks the scope back into place because it's wow. been popped off to the side. It's like that is so much, and just fucking shoots right through the side of it. She's gonna go straight through the gut, so it almost makes like a crossroad with where Voyage had blasted through it. Oh and just hell goes yeah! Goes in for the T intersection. Hell yes! So this gunshot rings out, breaking through the sound barrier of the rain. 
Hugo, your cape gets blown as the wind flies past. This thing is a flowers all. It's like <laughs> a, a slug, a slug the size of your nearly the size of your fist. I would say it's it's a unit. Uh, flies through. Dog being short enough in the explosion, it's the fire that gets him. But the slug just flies through it and overhead. But as it goes through, <laughs> hits the meat bit. You hear the. <laughs> As it like, and you hear the pop on the inside, and all of you watch. Let me just make sure I'm not missing anything here. Let me just make sure. Yes. So you watch as the bullet flies through. There's that pop on the inside. The slug flies out the other side, and there's just a as it like goes to reach for Daria. There's just a, and it starts to shrivel up and fall to pieces and concaves in on itself. You're prey defeated. You guys are, take a survey of the land and immediately with battle sense, you're quite confident that you have vacated the area of any issues at hand. Um, immediately, it would be, let's just, yeah. Immediately those close up, it'd probably just be Daria uh, you watch as Daria, as this thing's like shriveling up, he like uses his sword to like try and push through the muck. Even like the oaken shells like begin to like and crack and break. Like when wood chipping's like wood's been torn apart by termites and it just breaks at the faintest touch and it starts breaking through. And there's a moment where you guys all immediately watch as he just goes limp. you want to do definitely gonna be um approaching it and if uh daria hasn't done so already um want to like really open it up to see if we can find any maybe leftover remnants of the people that we were first sent out to look for and make investigation with advantage and you know what? He will also just do one as well. Um, oh, 19 on the die. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, that is 18. So, um, gaining advantage because you knew what you were looking for. Um, and Daria just looking himself in the haste of what's happening. Uh, it's metal. There's metal in there and there's bones. The thing that draws attention is the arm that fell out that you saw originally um, as he sifted through is grey and it's wearing a bracer, the same as what his friend Yuri had. So we can't determine any sense of like the hunters that we're looking for in the remnants of... Make an insight check. Anyone who would like to can, actually, if, any, if everyone wants to get involved. I'll say, because you're all around and you're looking and... Three. Advantage, 23. Jesus. 19. Okay. Number. <laughs> I love that number. Um, <laughs> you get the idea that's like, if the hunters have been gone for a few days and the soldiers were just a few days behind, they're gone. They're digested. Fair enough. No, fair like, enough. And you watch as it begins. It, it takes a while to dissipate because it was a hulking monster. Mm. Um, there's bone. There's bone, there's skulls in there that are oh, cracked and bits are missing. Now, yes. And but like the bones themselves are starting to get like that. I hate using the term like tryptophobic porous eating. Like so, it's starting to just dissolve the bone. Once it sits in there for so long, it repurposes what it eats 
and it becomes part of its. I know that would get you. Uh, it becomes part of itself. Are my daggers okay? Your daggers <laughs> are fine. You quickly walk over and just go. Yeah. And just give him a shake. How's based on the reaction he's given where his shoulders have slumped and he's looking like like ah fuck. Yeah. Voyager's gonna come up behind him and kinda set a hand on his back and just ask, did you know them? Well Yuri was the only drum, dark elf to be in the unit with me and we connected because we were both elves. He stayed with me at my family's house. It just, it shouldn't have been like this. I'm sorry, you've lost a very dear friend. Not as sorry as me. Just gonna moral support Pat. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're <okay. laughs> Zach, um, Zach off to take a piss. <laughs> I'm just gonna go behind this, this here shrub. No, <laughs> none of us would even notice. She's ah, Peter. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 not like losing a family member, but it is. He has lost someone that he grew close to while he was training. Hugo sort of comes up to the group. I'd like to perform a rite of passage onto these, but do we need to take anything to? Prove what we found. What would be the bare minimum? Zero's just going to start digging around unceremoniously. She she offers no words of comfort to to Daria in regards to the soldiers. She just takes some of the bones and then she takes some of the armor and she literally just puts a hand in and rips it out and then just starts slowly walking away. Make what would this be? You're reaching into a dissipating mound, but like the stuff inside of it. I want you to roll me a sleight of hand. Yep. Oh, what we say sleight of hand? Yeah. Is it sleight of hand? No, hang on. It's not the issue. No, I take that back. You're not going to roll a sleight of hand. You're going to roll a luck check. So roll a d20. Natural 20. You reach in with a natural 20 for luck. Because it's like you always want it to be on the higher end of the spectrum or not lower end of the spectrum. With a D20, you stick your hand in and you're just like, whatever. And you're like digging through and it's like, I'll find something at some point. And when you reach in, you're able to find one of Yuri's other braces. It's like small uh, darkened metal with like gold trim metallic braces. And you are able to find a set of iron keys. And the iron keys are like very clanky a bit they're dirty for being in the stomach of this thing um but iron keys nonetheless uh groovy she'll she'll take those and she'll start she's not gonna necessarily like walk away from the pipe but she's gonna slowly start making her way to leave the the clearing because in her mind she's gotten what they've come for yeah for sure uh i'll say even with that with uh the keys the bracer and evidence of this you know between the five here and collected and then the bear trap that voyage picked up that's definitely going to be enough proof um but you will look as uh zero begins to walk away 
slowly, but is moving away nonetheless. Unless anyone else has anything they'd like to do. Gets down on his knees and starts performing the druid craft and small prayer for a minute. Mm-hmm. Zeph will join up with Zira. Okay. What about you, Oj? Gonna stay by the big guy. <laughs> um, the one I'll never say the name of. He um he places a hand upon your hand where you're hanging on the back and he goes, let's let's go. Let's go in for us here. And begins to move away as Hugo performs his last rites. Um by that point, you finish up and link up with the party. Does anyone need some healing? I am fine. Thank you. Nope, we're all good. Nothing to improve. We kicked ass. <laughs> Is dog all good? Look, he's a little singed, but it's only like a wee bit singed. Does, is he probably going to be grumpy about it and demand penance through bacon <laughs> at the next breakfast? Yes, probably. Yeah, he walks like a solid 10 feet away from everyone. If Doug, <laughs> if Doug looks at all hurt, Hugo's going to walk up. There, there, and cast Healing Word. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's for me, it's the sound of like that. <laughs> He needed every point of that, don't you? Dare. Likes dog. I think the whole, I think the whole world's gonna like dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Uh as chipper as a bulldog green drake can be. I also imagine then that he breaks one twig off what's left of the creature and throws it for dog. Oh, he's after it. <laughs> yeah, he loses for a solid ten seconds like <laughs> <laughs> making some fun in more of a darker situation but you guys have a two-hour trek back if you don't intend to do anything else i say for the sake of brevity if there's nothing anyone immediately wants to do you can begin your hike back to town it's like midday right at this point in time before you guys start to move it is about yeah about uh 20 to 12 yeah, so we got time to get back in the safe hours. Yeah, for sure. You guys are able to break in, and by the time you guys step back into town, it is into the afternoon. Going into yeah, so eleven. Yeah, so it's going about uh, you're late into the afternoon, about one p.m. Going into two o'clock is when you guys arrive back in town. The town is. There are definitely people moving around, you know. Um, they still have jobs to do. You do see um, a couple of the townsfolk pulling uh, their carts with some freshly pulled crops. You see uh, one younger kid, maybe about like 10, 12 years old, uh, walking a cow through, moving it into, you know, one of the side streets. That'll probably be one of, one of the paddocks that held more towards the edge of town. But the town is bustling around, and you all do recall that uh, Radan said to go to the tavern and let them know when you got back and they would uh, send for him to appear. So I'm assuming unless anyone had any other thoughts, we want to head to the tavern? Yep. yep. Lovely. So you guys push on. And when you guys get to the tavern um, into this afternoon, there's a couple of patrons. You know, there's a couple of humans in there. You see an orc as well having a beer. It's not the orc you punched out, don't worry. Um, and... <laughs> 
when you guys enter, the uh, the young barmaid is no longer there and it's actually uh, an older gentleman. Seems to have a few people that rotate and do shifts and, you know, handlebar mustache, bald head, uh, sees you guys come in and there's some sense of acknowledgement. You don't have to roll for it. Like they've obviously been given a tip off that they were expecting you back at some point. Um, but yeah, patrons can maybe, maybe there's like six or seven people in there having a couple of drinks, quiet conversation. Um, let me just. I love this app, Pocket Bard. You're amazing. Um, and you guys uh, pop in, and the bartender acknowledges you, but doesn't wave you over. But you guys are free to do as you please. Can I just ask a quick question, just so my wires are crossing the right place? Yes. The military that um, Daria is a part of mm -hmm. is that the military, like, uh, is it Wundshroud? Unera Shroud. Unera Shroud. Is that the military he's a part of? Yes. With the Stag Legion and everything so, like that? So, uh, yes. So the Uneran military are the same as the Towns Guard. They, that's where they get yeah. deployed out to different posts. So, yes, he is part of that military. He doesn't seem to be... Uh, Daria himself, from judging by the interactions, doesn't seem to be a part of any big company. He's yeah. just a new recruit that's done his training, he's done his run, and he's just got caught up in some business. And I would even say without an insight role, you know now that it's like, he doesn't immediately have anybody to go to if his unit's been taken out by the Shambling Mound. Okay. Nope, I just wanted to make sure Zero's opinion of him was in the right head frame, like headspace. No, you definitely, look, you're, you're playing the right ball game, especially um, checking with that. You, yeah. You're definitely in the right field. All the same, all the cops and the army are the same people. It yeah. just depends on how much of a shit kicker they want you to be. It depends on where you go. Yeah, okay, beautiful. Yeah. Thank you very much. No, you're okay. Anybody else? Do we have anything? Who wants to approach to get the message sent out to Ray Dunn about your job accomplished? Um, sorry, you'll have to pardon me. So have we Have we gone back to, oh, that's right. It, but they're rotating, so he's yes. not there. Um, Zero is probably just going to go up to like the bar, maybe, and yeah. then just like chuck the like. Um, is it uh, what, what part of the armor did she get again? Sorry, uh, the... you have Yuri's bracer, bracer, and I guess, unless anyone dictated that they wanted to leave her behind, you'd have that. Oh, no, because Daria threw it. I was gonna say you'd have that pauldron, but he tossed it. Um, but you also have the keys, the keys. Yeah. Um, she's gonna just toss the bracer and the iron keys on the bar and just. Um, gesture to them. We have done job. You find he looks uh, down your handlebar, bald head, wearing the, the shirt and the apron. Mm. I'll, um, I'll get Redan down here immediately. Thank you. And you find he quickly ducks off behind the bar, like, like in the little kitchenette don't hear anything comes back and just gives you a nod and goes back to moving glasses and moving bottles as we're waiting for him to come yeah. out voyage is going to come up and set down the bear trap as well you finally for... looks at you guys okay excellent you guys all uh you're able to find a table nice and away it's near the hearth so it's a bit warmer it feels nice to let your bodies uh, dry off in the warmth of the fire. Mm. Um, but there is a couple of minutes that pass while 
we wait for Radon to enter. So the the table is yours. If anyone wishes to speak or make merry while we wait. So Hugo's gonna go over to Zeph and Zero. So when you guys were looking through that cart, how ruined was it? Like if we got a horse, could we get that going again? It was fucked. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god, he cussed. <laughs> <laughs> First time. Unless you know how to weld a wheel back on. I know some basic going. mending, but no. Yeah. I'm just thinking one horse won't be overly useful for a lot of us, but if we could find a cart to pull one. Um, Daria chips up and goes, Well, mine and Yuri's horses are still being tended to in the stables. So we have two horses. And they're war horses. They've got some pulling power. Maybe we could get a, a cart. We might be able to move. Perhaps we could ask is it, instead of having a horse offered to us, a cart. I'm sure they're more likely to be happy for us to take a small cart than a member of the livestock of this small community. That sounds fair. Yeah, I think something like that might work. If they aren't able to provide us with one, how good would you say you are with your druid craft? Could you? Not that good. Okay. I can make small flowers and when I'm performing my funeral rites, they tend to bolster in power just a little bit, but I think that's more of a boon from my god for performing rituals on her behalf. Fair enough. But you can do roots and vines, correct? Very, very small. Okay. But you can do many? Uh, yes. It just starts popping them out, like, every five seconds. Oh, please <laughs> don't tell me we're going to weave a little basket of friendship and have the two fucking war horses drag it around everywhere. Just mend the other cart using them. I have the ability for some basic mending spells, so if we can find something that's not too broken, then perhaps then I can do a little bit of work there. But in the meantime, he starts to weave the flowers into a crown and stands up on the table and puts them on Zero's head. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. Oh, look how cute you are! Donkey. And she just kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> shuffle around on the table a bit. She's a little oh, bit embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> Holy hell. <laughs> My goodness. As this, whatever this is, <laughs> uh, continues on, there's a, as the door opens and you hear heavy set voice, and it goes, ah, comrades, how do we fare? And you find Radan hobbles himself over, pulls up a chair and sits at the table with a heavy sits down what happened everyone died (laughs) (laughs) Ah. look oh you're serious deadly so followed the directions you'd given us Mm -hmm. and we've taken care of the monstrosity that Unfortunately, based on these items, I pull out the letter as well from the thing. Said, whatever this creature was, it also managed to take down a small squadron of soldiers. You're welcome. 
Molly looks at the letter. And looks to the keys, the bear trap, the bracer. And you killed it. You got rid of it. Yeah. That's not to say there might not be more around. It was an enchanted fucking tree, for crying out loud. There could be many. Well, the information alone is enough to help us prepare should one of these creatures come back. You said like a like a, a, a tree, like an actual... You are... Drove past like a <laughs> yeah. small little version of it. Yeah, like a little, like little thing. Like, like about that size? Oh. Well, that's um, that's quite scary to know that even our, our shrubs are out to get us, huh? huh? And he like hits Dario on the plate. <laughs> oh. You're like, no one at the table's laughing. Of course. <laughs> um, but he goes, look, I'll... I think that's ample enough. Good. Look, the the implication here is if it wasn't some possessed tree shrub thing, you've gone out and just killed a bunch of soldiers and my trappers and just stuck them here. And I really don't think any of you are that cruel and or that stupid. So I'm going to consider that a job well done. So wow, wow, dude, <laughs> wow, <laughs> prick. <laughs> but he um he goes. Now, as far as the rooms taken care of, any supplies you need for travel, we're more than happy to try and work out some sort of prices for you if need be. Um, are you still wanting the horse and cart for this trip that you're making, or just the cart if you have one? Just the cart. Why don't we don't need we'll, the horse we'll, now. We'll take the horse. Well, I was going to say we have one of the local. Millers, he generally takes his horse and cart out. He carries decent sized timber, so it won't be comfortable, but it'll get you where you need to go at a quicker pace than walking barefoot, if you know what I mean. So, if that's something you would like, um, I did speak to him. He says he's happy to do it for a decent price, but that might be something you have to do with him, or unless you have an offer to make, I can quickly go talk to him. Would this be for just for the livestock or for the cart as well? Because we're happy to forego the horse itself if you can provide us with a cart. Well, as you say that, Daria chips in and goes, we have we have two horses. We just need wheels. Box and wheels, please. And he goes, if it's just the cart, I can, I would take care of that myself. We can, we have millers and carpenters that we can just make another one. That's not a problem. If that's the case, it's generally the horses are the issue. If we lose horses, we're in trouble and you, you know you'll get to the city how the fuck you gonna get the horses back there so if you want cart i can if only looks outside maybe one more night i can get to you by morning yes mm, yeah sounds good i could use a rest i think judging by this story yeah i agree um okay you I'll take care of the rooms for you. You feel free to do what you need to do. And I'll be back here same time tomorrow morning, around, you know, where the sun begins to rise up. Yep. Sounds good. Wonderful. Well, 
from the bottom of my heart and that of my people, I appreciate the work you've done for us. And we'll not go forgotten. If you find yourself back around these ways, we'll look after you. Da? Da. Straightens up, gives a tip of the head and begins to, uh, while he walks to the bartender first, you hear them mutter something, some coins are exchanged, and then he leaves with another tip to you all. Hugo makes sure to grab that letter back before he leaves if he is leaving on the table. He only took the things that mattered to him. He took the keys, the trap, and he did take the bracer. More so, Zero would probably get this. Maybe even Zep. That's more of an insurance thing. People come sticky beacon around if they possibly know where the soldiers went. It's good to have. Yeah. Um, but unless he goes to grab the trap, uh, can we keep the trap as well? Roll persuasion check. Not good at these. I know, but he's... Nah. He's going to roll inside to see where the nature of the question came from. Well, that'd be a five. And he goes, um, sorry, but I think um, one of the last few things that our trappers used, I think their families... Oh, no, I, I understand. I appreciate and it. If their, were their families missing? Were their families of them missing? Uh, they are towards the western part of town. I'm going to see them now that I know what's happened. Well, if you'd like to tell them that there is a small, dedicated mound of life growing on the remains that they can visit, and he pulls out his little hand drawn map and points out roughly where. Cool. Yeah, for sure. For sure. He makes note of it. Um, he knows the area well enough to get an idea of what's going on. He goes. We'll recognize it. There won't be anywhere near as much color anywhere around here. I'm sure they'll appreciate that, comrade. Thank you very much. He sort of just bounces his head and then. That's what Daniel to you. And he begins to leave. But by this point, it's you're going to be at one, one in the afternoon, and your rooms are paid for. Everything for your evening is paid for. So if you want to have drinks and food, there's a small tab available. Um, I'll say it's basically as long as you don't go too stir crazy, you'll be fine. What does everyone want to do? Go into your evening before we go to the, the nighttime, basically to wrap up our evening. Zero personally will probably just get some dinner. Um, doesn't drink with it, mm-hmm. um, and unless any chit chats directed towards her once that settled down she will just retire uh how about everyone else um i'm gonna ask around if there's a cartographer or someone with a decent map unfortunately no not in this town you find a lot of the responses you get are a lot of us that come here to work and live we generally don't travel out that far it's not a big deal um there is one older woman uh, who does deliveries to the city and back, and she would often stop off at a town called Sindrafen. Um, she's basically that out on my map. I believe it's actually already on. Yeah, just to, yeah, that, yeah. Just for because he's putting the map together himself. So exactly that's... right. Yeah. So you mark down the town of Sindrafen. Um, but she does mention that um, she only sometimes stop in there if she has to. Sindrafen. It's not out of the way. It's on the path, but. It's like, if there's no need to, maybe she'll go do some extra trade, but not really that often. Otherwise than that, that's literally the only trip they really make. They don't do a lot of trips to the north towards like the drop or hanging rock where you've been. It's just... So there's nothing else between here and there that's worth marking down? 
Not. Not that they would know. No, she like, uh, not, not really. You find that, like, if you pass the city of Hannaflex and you keep going, you'll get to Bjorkhammer. But that's about that's about it, and that's past the city, my love. So I don't know if that's really anything to you. But people pop up small villages and settlements all the time, so I'm really not too sure. Thank you for your time. Drew a glass across. A small flower, as he tends to do. Oh, thank you. I like that. Thank you very much. He puts it in a hair and change it in your time. Uh, Zeph or Voyage? Anything into your evening? Uh, I think Zeph will just grab some food and just sit at the table with everyone until people start to leave and they're gone. Zero is the first one to really bamboos the second dinner finishes, so I assume you'd probably be hot on her heels more than likely. Yeah. Okay. And what about Voyage? Firstly, dog. Dog has not been yeeted. However... I never assume now unless you tell me that he's just been... <laughs> yeah. He didn't stick with Voyage. He's gone on a quest with Hugel because Hugel gave him the good pats and the, played the fetch. Gave him the zoomies. <laughs> yep. So he's your problem for the evening. No, that's fine. Um, this is like real life me. I try and adopt people's pets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Hugel in a dark room. <laughs> Look, I'm pretty certain Hugo could ride dog into combat <laughs> at this size rate. <laughs> anyway, sitting there though, Voyage is actually gonna more so just be trying to chat with, like, why do I keep trying to interact with this fucker if I can't say his name? <laughs> Interacting with the big guy. Darling. I was going to say, if, if if saying a hard R is better for you, Daria, then just do that. Yeah. Daria. La, 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 la. Yeah, it's Daria. Yeah, Daria. Just trying to interact with him. Not trying to be like a pushy piece of shit, but just trying to make sure that he's all right because he's kind of got this vibe that he's lost his good friend. Mm. And he just wants him to be the like, yeah, you can mourn. Like, I'm also going to be here as, like, moral support. For sure. Because we had a great night last night. It was really fun, and I need that fun guy back. So you're not allowed to be sad for long, so I'm here to support you. <laughs> Liam, I'm sorry for all the interactions I've had to play as you. Um, I imagine the night before was he was sitting in the corner while we were having Yeah, it was like a, like a <laughs> money's going on, and, like, just watching the kids play. Um, I'll say for the sake of not trying to steal Liam's character too much. I've done a bit of driving tonight. There's interaction where he talks you through when he went to training and he's uh, mechanically is an astro elf, but here in Miros, they're known as lunar elves, elves born with a particular gift due to lineage or due to date of conception. So sometimes even in like general public before he joined the army, he was uh, shunned a little bit because people thought, oh, well, he comes from a, a good off family because they're important, this and that. Um, he doesn't really talk much about as far as his background, but he talks about like sometimes, you know, Lunar Elves get a bad rap because everyone thinks like, oh, they just think they're better than us because they get extra cool powers and all that sort of stuff. Talks about his training and, you know, like all the bullshit they got up to. Yuri, the fact that Yuri was a rogue and was like constantly playing pranks on the rest of the team because he could like hide in anything and would just be invisible. And then 
jump out and spook the shit out of someone like the guy's going to the washrooms he jumped like out of the water like using a straw to like hold his breath like the dude was just funny stuff like that and you find as he reminisces he does laugh and you guys have a a good chat learning and whatever information you choose to disclose is up to you but there's good chats had voyage has specifically gone out to give him that opportunity of mourning almost so he's going to keep any stories about himself not so much under wraps but it's not about him right now this is about letting it's about your boy yeah this is about daria getting a moment to just reminisce and mourn and be ready to move on with the next day right inside I can math. I can do it. If you stare it hard enough, the numbers will come. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 13. Even not through Daria himself, you can feel the mood overall alleviates and becomes a bit easier to just breathe out. And it, le- it gives a nice lead into a calmer night before you guys all go to retire. Zero, would you have brought the stone with you from your home? Yes. And you hear, you feel the, in your back pouch as the stone begins to vibrate. Um, how, how hot on the heels was Zeph? Um, feeling it. I got one job. <laughs> um, feeling it vibrate in her pocket, she steps out for a moment and shuts the door and sort of leans her back against the, like just sort of leans her back against the wall in the hallway, and um, uh, picks up the rock call. Yeah, so it's like a, a small, small, uh, like, like speaking stone. Um, yeah. so. I actually don't know how mechanically sending stones or speaking stones work in D&D, but a lot of the ones I see, it's always just cross-chatter and it just makes more sense to me. So we're just going to roll with that. that. Yeah, exactly right. So let me just make sure I've got my right stuff. Um, you get the vibe, right? And it's like this little blue root and it's it's Valrus's initials. Uh, like a carved V in a circle with like little intrinsic bits and the root and they shine blue. And you hear it's like, is now a good time mama now is as good a time as any son how 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 are you faring i'm going to be home soon by the way how are you though Uh, you know i'm going it's busy you know trying to do all this documentation and tracking and keeping everything in place it's a it's a lot but i'm 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 going okay i looked into this thing this big amounts of money and i was able to find something that kind of stood out i guess you know working with documents and things people trust me to look through their papers and not really bother so it kind of worked out good for me but I've been finding bi-monthly payments of 30,000 gold pieces. And it says it's for security and law enforcement bonuses and funding. Does that sound like something 
Yes, it does. Is that all you have found? It all it's well normally documents like this they're signed by a name and by what what delegate or representative or what delegate signs these papers. All it says is on behalf of the Hanafi City Council. There's no name, Mama. I don't know who it is. Do you recognize the handwriting? No. All right. What I want you to do is I want you to commit that handwriting to memory, even if you are able to make yourself a forgery of uh, adequate quality so you can reference to it. And without endangering yourself, as you look through these documents, I want you to see if the font reappears with a name hopefully attached to it. Can you do that for me, Sama? What what name are you looking for, Mama? At the moment, don't worry about what name I'm looking for. Just find me whatever is written in that same hand. I'll I'll try my hardest, and if anything sticks out, if I find anything that just happens to pass through, I will. I'll let you know. I'll try and keep out of the searchlight and hopefully I can find something. Remember, son, shadows are your friend. If you feel at any point the heat of eyes upon you, I need you to retract into them. Do not worry about what I have asked you. I do not want it costing you your life. You don't worry so much better at those things, Mama. But I'll try my best. Good. I know you will. I love you, Mama. I love you too, son. It's time for his talk. Unless anyone had anything they wanted to do right now, I think the party retires for the evening. As the aches and pains of a entity slain release as you fall into unconsciousness hopefully by tomorrow equipped with the tools to travel and begin your trip further south to the city of Hanafres where it seems more things are brewing than what they seem and that's where we're going to pick up next episode oh my god <laughs> oh my god my god yes gang things are lining up we're learning things about each other and getting clues as to things we need to do seems our paths link up a little bit more than what we first anticipated mm -hmm. yes we love it um i don't remember which camera is actually looking at me but uh thank you so much for watching and those who are listening thank you so much for listening um liam hope you get wetter come back to wetter hope you get wetter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would just say well and better at the same time. I hope you get better and well. Well, I hope you get better soon. Uh, it's hard playing everyone else's characters and trying to do a hundred people at once. It's crazy. I got multiple personalities and they can't even keep up. Um, anyone who's tuned in to watch the video cast, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Um, and anyone who's tuned in to listen to the podcast version, thank you very much. We appreciate it. It's fun jumping into a new adventure and seeing you guys take to it so flipping well it's been great um 
I guess, but before we do like our final wrap-ups, does anyone have anything they want to plug of the like? I know there's a few people here that got things to plug, so someone better speak up. All right, like I said last time, uh, jump on, check out Seb Make Stuff on YouTube. I do a lot of D&D builds and miniatures and most of this kind of stuff right here. So a few things that have been on tonight's board have come from my builds in the past and hopefully we can make some more awesome stuff for the future games. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to work you to death, I think. Mm. At I also some point. mentioned that I'm pretty much doing most of the video stuff and we're still ironing out all the bugs. So we're going to have a few little bits and pieces where cameras cut out and the audio bugs out here and there, but we're going to iron that out over future episodes and hopefully bring this to some top-notch quality. Yeah, uh, Mike, audio is more my department and we seem to be having some sort of technical error where the lines were crackling. So you will find that some of the audio swaps in and out of camera and mics, but you do what you can with what you got. Got to get that fixed. Um, but yeah, anybody else? May, we're going hot with Dungeons and Nerdettes. We will be on Spotify, so make sure to check us out then and there. It's the point for me. Barker. <laughs> Barker. Oh, we love it. Bailey. All caffeine, no talent. It's in the name. When this goes live, we should be live over there, mostly just talking shit. You're welcome. Excellent. We love it. Okay, you, Mon, do you have anything to plug? Not as of yet. Not as of yet. TBC. Mm-hmm. We love that. Um, I don't... <laughs> I don't know if I really have anything to um, add. It's like, thank you so for helping uh, bring the terrain to life with the maps. Um, shout out to Pocket Bard which is the app that I use for our music. I know it's a bit hard to hear in right now because we're just running it off a speaker, but we are working towards getting that split. So it'll be something that's in the actual audio background, but it is a live app system that just allows you to do cool shit. You can go into combat music and sound effects and all that sort of stuff. It's really cool and you should get on it. It's incredible. Um, Other than that, I think we're golden. I can't remember it. And if I do, I'll remember it at one o'clock in the morning when this is done. But in the meantime, that's Times and Tales. We're going to wrap up for the evening and we'll see you at our next session.